I listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. My brown lady creates environments for happy brown babies. I know it sounds crazy, but your skin's the inspiration for cocoa butter. You provoke a brother. We should get to know one another. I discover when I bring you through my people say true. All I can say is all praise due. I thank God for a beauty like you. Hey, welcome to the Blackout Tips Podcast. Your host, Rod and Karen. And we're in the house on a Tuesday. Tuesday. Mm-hmm. Um, snowy, icy, just stay indoors if you can type of Tuesday down here in Charlotte. It sure is. I woke up and CMS was closed, so I was closed. I like, I thought it was, I don't have no kids, but if your, but like this, if your kid is too good to be on the road, my black ass is too. Nope. I'm not getting out there in the I know mess. that's right. And people mm-hmm. were having wrecks left and right. They was telling people, the news people say, stay at home if you can. I was like, I can. So I'm staying here. Yeah. Karen okay. was like, I woke up ice like this. I'm going back to bed. Yep. Because <laughs> last time I took my ass out in that shit, Roger had to bring had to bring his ass outside to maneuver me backwards because I got goddamn stuck. Not again. Nope. Well, <laughs> in case you guys, uh, you know, have never heard this person on the show before, that's because they've never been on our show before. But, um, you know, you may be familiar with her tweets on Twitter. I know I follow her at Brown and Bella. Um, you may be familiar with her products. You know, if y'all out here, uh, you know, getting your, getting your, your butter on, uh, <laughs> you can check <laughs> LaBella Body, uh, LaBella Body Care. Um, and of course the website is shoplabellabodycare.com. Uh, Brown and Bella, aka Adrian, what's going on? Nothing much. It's just snowy and it's cold, and uh, I wish I was somewhere tropical. Yeah, you, you, you. Yeah, it's worse for y'all. You, you're in the North area, right? Yeah, it's just it's been so cold. Yeah, it's just so cold. <laughs> Everything is shut down. Like we didn't even get that much snow, but it's just so cold and icy everywhere that kids aren't in school. Nothing is going on. I didn't even get mail today. <laughs> <laughs> like yeah. I don't like no one came. There was no truck. There was nothing. Yeah, so, I'm in the house too. That's all I can say. Yeah, everybody, all you nerds, get your tauntauns out and get this get inside of them, man. Um, because it's cold as shit out there. I haven't even left my house today. Oh no. Um, <laughs> I looked outside the window. I was like, well, you know what? The gym can wait till tomorrow. Um, <laughs> and might not wait till the end. They're talking about everything out there gonna refreeze. I was like, oh, we refreezing. Yeah, oh, so I'm already queued up for six a.m. You gonna be getting a phone call? Or t- I text her like, I'm not making it. See, yeah. What's a refreeze? Nothing melts here. Nothing is melting. It's <laughs> yeah. just staying here. But, but we're down. <laughs> There's no refreeze. It's, it's, just no, melt. it's no melting. <laughs> but for you guys, I get because it's different from between up there and down south. Down here. It normally gets warm enough, like the next day, where every day melts away. You know, we'll get something like this, then like the next day is in like the fifties, and it'll melt away. But it's like, nah, we'll go up to right above freezing, and then we're dropping it again. So I'm like this. I don't know when they'll see me again, cause I'm not taking any uh, chances because I am valuable. Um, my job is <laughs> my like, life right. My job is like the post office, rain, sleet, snow, hail, thunderstorm, earthquake. They open. That's, that's okay. You can be open. It don't mean that I have to be there. Yeah. Black lives matter. And that means sometimes they matter about staying your ass home and alive. Right. And your insurance matters and your vehicle matters. And, you know, I was watching the news. People was like all in the ditches and trucks was, was, was flipping and shit. I was like, mm hmm. 
on the way you don't give me you and crash into my house because i ain't up there Yes, yeah. I watch the news every day. It's just accidents. <laughs> They're like, oh, a tractor trailer, jackknifed. What? Why? I'm going to stay here. Nah, I'm okay I, with that. <laughs> me, me, me too. Me too. Yeah, I actually, I turned on the the local news right before I took a nap. And all I heard right before I went to sleep was all the accidents that have been happening around the city. And I'm like, that's mm-hmm. why you stay your ass in the house. And it was stuff like jackknife. 18 wheelers and stuff and i'm like i don't want to be out there for this you know this is crazy man right and, and like i said i think and, and i think for me it's it's difference when it's um up north and down south because and, and not you in particular but for some people for some reason people up north get i don't know just snobbish when it comes to weather down south because they're like oh y'all got a little bit of snow y'all act like y'all can't go nowhere yes motherfucker it's goddamn dangerous it's dangerous <laughs> up north and it's dangerous down south you know ice I, is ice I, I am guilty of that too sometimes i am guilty i will i will cop to that um but i mean i understand you know it's when you're not used to it it everything seems crazy you know so you go other places and they have crazy rainstorms and they're like it's nothing this is what we get all the time don't worry about it but if it happens here we're like what the hell is going on this is crazy right. so <laughs> so it just you know everyone i think maybe we get a little jealous sometimes too like because we don't get any breaks at all up here no. like once it's winter it's, it's winter if we get a 50 degree day everyone's like ready to put shorts on it is cold up here in the winter time and, 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 and not, it's just getting colder like what the hell is a polar vortex i never heard of that right. until, like two years ago they like, invent- what is a po- i have lived in philadelphia and new york and places for the majority of my life i have never heard of a polar vortex until now yeah it's getting so cold climate they, change is real right they're making up shit they was like you know what do we got a name for this i don't know what the fuck i've never seen this before <laughs> me either let's let's just make some shit up and and also i think too what people have to i personally think what people fail to realize is that up north you are equipped more and you're not spread out we're spread out down here like if they clean the street the whole city is clean they clean the street <laughs> the main roads is is clear but your ass got to get to the main road no and i'm like not that, driving it's like that mm-hmm. here too it's like that here too i mean so imagine that so imagine that but like people are stacked on top of each other and you're all trying to get on the same <laughs> streets like our back streets are not plowed for the most part like if it if we have a major snowstorm the snow emergency routes are plowed right maybe maybe you're lucky if they all get plowed. She said you're lucky. Yeah. <laughs> you're I, I heard. Ask um, anyone. You're lucky if my, they all get plowed. Uh, my my boy Josh uh, Josh Homer up there. He's been complaining about people not digging their cars out when the snow is melting. They could like go out, <laughs> dig their cars out, and then the next day they would be okay in New York. But he said because they're not doing it, the snow's just piling up and making and having everybody stuck. Right. But it's not the naked. It, it becomes like it's so much snow. They've been getting so much, especially like north of here. They've been right. getting so much that it's not a break. They literally can't plow at all. They don't have anywhere to. It doesn't have anywhere to go. It's just they've gotten foot upon foot upon foot of snow. Like yeah. and it's nothing they can do with it now. Yeah, they breaking and it records. Won't melt. No, they breaking records. And it's one of those things where you're getting the snowfall in a month that Chicago gets in a year. Like you're breaking records. So right. it's like why go out there and within twenty four hours it's gonna be covered again. Why? <laughs> and when the plow comes past, they're gonna push all the snow that was in the street onto your car anyway. So right. you're gonna have to shovel that out too. Man, I feel like all the snow and everybody being trapped um, on social media, I feel like I can feel how everybody's like 
got <laughs> cabin fever <laughs> the pressure is rising yeah I, it feels like like right before the popcorn starts popping uh right now on twitter like and it's been it's been that way for a couple of days and i didn't even think about to this conversation my like putting it together in my head like people are way more confrontational right now like as we were hitting <laughs> like let's go live on the air this dude at chubbs or die on twitter uh aka the coon killer he goes by oh lord he said you talk a lot of hypocrisy on your podcast bro you love bashing and bending issues and that's corny is that <laughs> is that your stick s-t-i-c-k is that your stick i don't get it i want to be a fan but your y-o-u-r always going back and forth f-o-u-r-t-h like the number fourth <laughs> and i just replied back to him okay and then i guess that wasn't good he, enough he was high he ain't like that he answer he ain't like that answer yeah he was very upset by that and so then i replied back stick spelled correctly and fourth spelled correctly and he said see corny i'm just asking you a question man and that's not a question you attacking right like who asks questions like this like don't be a reporter then like don't i hope this is not how you start like hey how's your day going by the way your wife is fat you know what i mean like that's not how you ask a question that seems kind of adversarial my brother so he said see you corny i'm just asking you a question man i said says coon killer right he said i was coming from a place of curiosity kind of like the like in the podcast you want to make jokes like a bitch hashtag cornball (laughs) how do this escalated very quickly yeah i don't i don't even know what you stupid go read the court tweet again i said that's corny not you as a person i would normally heat you up but you cool i'll let you live (laughs) i'm just gonna say i want to be a fan but yeah thanks with your your smartness yeah spelling thanks coon killer for letting me live there you go all right oh, that's not gonna be the end of it because he's not gonna like that answer right you can get off the show that you're gonna have like 50 50 responses from him um and for me mm-hmm. uh I'm, I'm just like i said i i'm just glad i don't have to uh deal with that i'm starting to deal with it and it irritates me from starting to deal with it with people just randomly just coming in and just saying stuff like i'm it's, good but you know it's been a thing maybe it's because it's black history month or because it's cold i don't know what it is but it's been a thing for like a while now like this has been like probably the fourth or fifth run in with somebody uh first it was over me saying that um a one-year-old crying is not that big a deal uh and then motherfuckers <laughs> lost their mind over that and like y'all do realize that one year olds cry all the time They'll, it'll be fine um with the northwest thing but they don't like kim and, and whatnot right then today i got into it with leslie on facebook over fucking um can't remember what it was just how little the sh- oh amber rose saying something about um tiger which led to this uh people kind of scrutinizing this relationship with kylie jenner and she i, I love amber for i love amber for actually saying what was on her mind about that dog, right. she out this is what and, I, I basically wrote she was not wrong at all like in no way do i feel exactly. she was wrong for what she said it's not like it was some secret relationship <laughs> blogs have been talking about this shit for so, months now right people just don't examine it because of their money and the fact that they're celebrities and people just think like well, this is normal. The same thing happened with Miley Cyrus. Mm-hmm. Uh, the same thing happened with, uh, there was another one. Amanda I can't, Bynes. Yeah. But when it comes to, um, 
them smiths they try to go up in will smith in them house with dsa right and take everything so <laughs> yeah. i don't want to hit that for a picture for a picture right so i was basically like yeah it's not you know she didn't do anything wrong in that situation i feel like uh she was justified and she was like well she wasn't wrong but she knew what was gonna happen and i was like okay you i would accept that she knew something might come no, of it but she didn't even say anything she didn't even say anything bad about Kylie right. at, all. at all. The only thing she said that might have been construed about Kylie was her saying she should be in bed by seven. But that's a throwaway. Like right. she's a kid, is what she's saying. Right. And her, I'm not with that. Was about Tiger. Like mm-hmm. it didn't have anything to do with Kylie, really. Like he left his wife. He left his wife and kid basically to go and be with. A girl who's you know 16 17 at the time which is what happened right we all saw it don't make it don't tell us we didn't see what we saw so her thing was first she's not wrong then eventually she was like well she's wrong because this is not the good kind of attention for Callie. if you really want to do something to help her you need to you know do something like behind the scenes contact the authorities and i was like that's not a, that's not what the fuck she was trying to do. Like Mm-mm. it's not like she said, "Oh, I want this girl to get some help." She just was like, "Yeah, I don't understand what this nigga is doing. He's being messy." Now, how does that become her responsibility to report it to the authorities, especially when it's well known? Like everyone's talking about this. I linked like four or five blog posts before she even had an interview that were like they're dating they're dating this is what's going on why you know we see them dating right <laughs> here's a picture of them together on instagram the we see them dating right they're in paris they're wherever she's in the hotel with him he's at her house they're dating right so that's fr- dating where i come from right so framing it like it's some secret that she blew up and destroyed this girl's life is ridiculous right. so you know um but I, it's like i don't know if it's just Cause everybody snowed in or what, man? It, it's so crazy to me. Cause to me, I'm just like, this is common sense. You know what I mean? Like, th- like to me, for like, is she being petty? Maybe. You know, she, she got petty. She, she's After petty. Came for her. She got petty. Right. I'm with. I'm from Chloe. I'm team Am. Exactly. Chloe came for her, and then of course she was like, mm, "Here's the things I didn't say." You know what I mean? Which I've been. I'll do that. You know. Sometimes I'll say something. I'm just like, mm, "I was playing chess." waiting for you to move but um <laughs> she was uh but she but she basically like let out with both barrels afterwards and i still think she got more shit she didn't even say but um it's just so funny because i'm like where's the level of animosity coming from in this like is it because we all in the snow and everybody's just cold no. and tired and I they don't want to go that. outside yeah, i think it's the snow someone said like what's going on with y'all today i was like it's a snow day the whole north the whole northeast is the whole north is shut down like on down to the east coast people are home everyone has cabin fever like especially yeah. people who have been stuck in the house for days weeks almost like yeah and i told <laughs> and i told her i love her and i still said you know it doesn't feel like it right now but you still my dog and i love you and um i put the little fish in a in a suit emoji where he says i love you he's hugging you and uh she didn't even like that man so i don't know where our relationship can go from here you know what i mean once you don't like my emojis uh that's that's not a good sign i know that much man and then she like kind of low-key you know shaded me on her page like people talk about nuance then blah 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 and i was like oh she mad but you know what 
when you went on your page and talked about me, that's kind of what Amber did in that interview. And I'm not mad at you because I'm not mad at Amber. Still got love for you, Leslie. Um, <laughs> let's talk about, let's talk about La Bella Beauty Care. Um, first of all, how, I mean, body care. How'd you come up with the name? The name was sort of organic. It was because I've been Brown and Bella on Twitter since I signed up. So everyone has called me Bella now. It's actually bled into my personal life. Like people call me Bella off Twitter in certain um, like circles. Mm. So it was really just a playoff of that and body care because I wanted it to be, you know, it's a body care line. So that's where it came from. It was just put it together. Now, um, <laughs> do you prefer being called Bella or Adrian? It doesn't it, matter to me. It really doesn't matter to me. Mm-hmm. I think um, it really is what people are more comfortable with. If you want to call me Adrian, that's fine. Um, but, and because I'm from Philly, like I, I talked to you earlier, it always gets the, yo, Adrian. <laughs> so, it's like something I'm just used to. You know, Adrian's my name. I've been Adrian forever. I also have like a family nickname that we're not going to go into. Understood. But... <laughs> You know, I answer to all of them interchangeably. It really doesn't matter to me. Yeah. Your your uh, line of product, do you make them or is it something that you outsource? I make them. Okay. Um. So I'm in here pretty much like anyone else goes to work. I'm in here whipping body butters. That's what I do all day and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> I, like, so is that like your main job? Like, that's how you get by? That's how you make a living? Is that's it? my only job. Wow. Dude. So does your wrist hurt yes. all the time? Like, you got actually, carpal tunnel? Actually, yes. Um, <laughs> <laughs> during, like, heavy period sale times, um, uh, Christmas is particularly busy. Um, my arm, my shoulder, my elbow sometimes it's like i can't work i'm just gonna lay just rest my arms because it it's really strenuous um but i i kind of i i think i just have a little muscle memory my body's getting a little bit more used to it but every time my customer base grows and i get a whole lot of orders i still deal with like arm muscles i i i was looking at my elbow once i'm like am i gonna need like tommy john surgery or something like what's wrong with my arm, it, you know, I can't move. There have been days where I couldn't move my arm, but oh, you know, this wow. is what I chose to do. It's like an athlete, I guess. If <laughs> you know, they right. have dinks and and stuff, and they got to keep going. So that's what I do. Right. That's one of the things about working for yourself, though, is that you know, you, especially if you don't have like employees, like right. it's up to you. So you got to be customer service. You got to be the shipper. You got to you know, IT. like it Yeah, you got to be everything. You know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so I, it's I, a lot. Um, yeah. you know, but it's what I do. I, I enjoy talking to my customers. You know, there are parts of my job, like I mean, I get to be on social media and talk to people. That's part you know, part of my job. Um and I, I, I take my job very seriously like anything else. So but it it's a lot. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. you know, I, I don't want anyone to think like, Oh, you can just run a business and, and it's just gonna run. Mm-hmm. No. It is a lot of freaking work. Oh, like mm. it's a lot of work. <laughs> yeah, and it's a lot of investing because it's like eventually you're gonna get to the point where you're like, hmm, I might need to get a machine to whip this on my behalf or hire an employee <laughs> right. to do this for me. But you know, you kinda have to get to that point to where it's financially um 
responsible to do something like that how'd you learn the whip did you start out selling like cocaine and <laughs> in the kitchen no, transition no skills into something legal look it's if the statute of limitations passed you can talk about it jay-z do it all the time people have likened some of my products to crack so maybe maybe the past <laughs> life i don't know i might have been like a hustler <laughs> yeah you sprinkled a little rat, bit in there you know, i used to rap when i was younger maybe that was part of it like i was <laughs> Jeezy before he was here. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> but um I it was more I've always been into skincare and I've had sensitive skin, I've had skin issues. So I started doing stuff, making little stuff for myself and you know, if people wanted something, I would make it for them. So it it was it started from there. Mm. Um and I found that especially like my like my type of skin, like our our skin, like mm-hmm. um people of color. Our skin is very sensitive. We lose our pigment very easily. We just have a lot of stuff. So it, this stuff, knowing that is kind of what pushed me to it. So for me learning how to whip, like I, it was a lot of trial and error. I did formulas. Some of them worked. Some of them didn't. I did tests on me or other people that I said, like, you know, use this. So it was just like, I taught myself how to do it. Um, and tested different butters different things that work together um a lot of research a lot of a lot of research a lot of mm-hmm. like time spent learning about skin right. learning about what the different ingredients do learning about um what are good like you know what what ingredients go well together and like what you should put in to preserve it whether you want to use preservatives or not it was a lot of stuff to do and to learn before it was like before i could actually sell it to anyone like before mm. i felt comfortable sort of putting it on a website and actually having it available on a larger scale than just something i made in a bottle for myself like it yeah. was a long journey and i'm sure there's a lot of conflicting information because everyone has so many different types of skins and and so many different types of techniques and stuff that work for specifically for them and whatnot and I'm sure, you know, you have to have some trial and error in there and stuff like that. Did you use yourself as like an experiment? I did. I used myself. Um, I used Tariq. I used my family. Uh, pretty much anyone that would like use something. I mm. had them using it. My friends, um, you know, like in the, in the beginning when I was, um, and, and also what I did was I started sort of small. I didn't have anywhere near like the, uh, product line I have today. So when I first started, it was, you know, I had a couple of butters. I had a, a couple of things that I had tried out. So, but as I grew, I tested stuff out on my customers too. Like they would get a free, a free something and they could tell me how they liked it. There were times when I was sending stuff out that I hadn't actually, that I, that I hadn't, um, that I would send out samples to see how they liked it and, mm. and see if it was something that worked for their skin versus not. And then I would kind of go in and make it bigger. And kind of make it available to people if it was something that I got positive reviews on. And I, uh, how, since you were talking about skincare, how do you deal with acne as an adult? Because I know children deal with it because of their hormones, but as as adult females, for some reason, as you get older, some people's I've seen skin just break out. I know water is the biggest thing, but like, what's something well, else? Water is eating healthy. Um, that's one of the biggest things. I mean, what you feed, your skin is like your, your body's biggest organ. So what you're putting in to your body is going to show in your skin. If you're eating crap, your skin's probably going to look like crap. That's just how it works. Um, but there's also just 
in terms of hormones, everyone has hormones. It's not just teenagers. Older people, especially older women, as we get older, our hormones go into disarray again. You know, yeah. we start going into like um, uh, menopause. And menopause. Yeah. That right. You start going to menopause. Um, so we're dealing, and then we have our we have our monthly cycle every month. So we're constantly dealing with hormonal issues with our skin. Um, the most, the best thing I can do, the best thing I can tell you is to eat right kind of um, drink enough water, but also get on a routine. So if you notice that your skin is starting to change or you're, you know, take care of it. Like, don't just say, oh, it's changing and and let it go. You sort of have to make sure you get on a routine. And once your skin sort of is, once your skin gets accustomed to it, you'll be able to see like if this, if you need to make any changes or, or anything going forward. But usually what people find is once they find some good products and find something that works for them, it, you don't really have to worry about it as much. You know, you may see an occasional pop up here or there, but you won't see like the constant sort of onslaught of like new breakouts, new acne, new blemishes. You kind of just have to get on a routine about it. That's really the one of the biggest things. It's people who don't, you know, they come out of their teens and they're just, they have great skin in their twenties and they never think about it. And then they're 30 and boom, their skin's like acting up. Now right. what, what made you decide to serve like, you know, the black community, for hair instead of these white folks <laughs> well i mean it, it partly i mean look at me like i mean i'm out here i'm out here with my fro now like mm-hmm. you know i it was bigger than this i chopped it off it was just like this is who i am you know i the pri- primarily i do um labella it is my primary customer base customer base is people of color but there are plenty of, um, you know, it, it's for all cultures of skin. Honestly, what I find is if it works for us, it pretty much will work for anybody. Like our skin is very, like I said before, we have very sensitive skin. It loses color quickly. We we scar easier. We scar differently. Um, it's just if it works for our skin, if it's and and I'm, and you're not experiencing a high rate of like um uh, sensitivity from it, uh, sensitivity to the products, it's probably going to work for everybody. So catering it to my type, to our skin types in actual, it actually end up making it more, um, likely to work for almost everybody. Yeah. I, I mean, I do think, wonder why like white people don't try our stuff anyway. You know, because our shit is awesome, dude. Our it shit is. is bomb. Yeah, and mm-hmm. once they get it, they're like, "This shea butter shit, I'm with this. This right. is is the best." Don't you want to smell like cocoa? Right. <laughs> because <laughs> doesn't right because it's sweet smelling. It's wonderful, and I think because our skin is so sensitive, and I think that it's actually marketed certain ways. You know, like things are like quote unquote marketed towards them, so they feel like if it, if it's marketed towards me, why should I use this? But at the end of the day. Uh, we all have the same chemical makeup to an extent. And also um, about your products for hair. What, did you ever have a relaxer at any point in time and go natural or were you always natural? Um, I had a relaxer for, I actually got a relaxer pretty young. And I remember like when I was younger, I remember like mom freaking perm my hair. Like I remember telling her I wanted a relaxer. Um so she relaxed my hair. I think uh, she she didn't really want to. My mom didn't, but I kind of was on her about it. I didn't like getting my hair done when I was younger. I still don't, to be honest with you. Um, and so she permed my hair when I was younger. And so I kind of went throughout getting perms, getting relaxers. Um, 
I didn't used to get them all the time because I actually have a really, really sensitive scalp. Mm. So, like, every time I got my hair relaxed, it sizzled the hell out of my scalp. Like, okay. Like, like, uh, sores in my scalp where, like, my scalp burned off, like, every time. Um, so I kind of would keep it to, like, every four months. I kind of get a touch up every four months, just like, we're kind of get away with doing as least, the least I could, but still relaxing. Um, and then I had a really bad, like, psoriasis in my scalp. Like, it, it was okay. really bad. And I knew I could not relax over top of that. And mm. once that happened, like, my scalp, com- I haven't relaxed since. Mm. So that was 2010. I think I ended up doing my chop off in 2011. Okay. You did the big in chop? 2011? Yes. Okay. Yes. Yeah, I did the big chop in 2011. Um, now, what is the big I chop? I haven't had a relaxer since 2010. What's the big chop for people that don't know, like me? The big chop is when you chop all your damn hair off. You just cut it all like, off from the roots. I, yeah. I thought I was going to transition, which is where you, like, sort of let the relaxer grow right. out. Mm. But my curls are, like, unruly. So they started coming in, and my hair was not having it. Like, mm. I was, I thought I was going to get away with that. I went one day outside. Like, I straight, I sort of, like, pressed it real nice had a good flat iron going i went outside it was misty by the time i came home i like a damn chia pet i was like i'm not doing this <laughs> on the way home that day i stopped and got uh shears and chopped shit off i was like i'm done mm. i cannot do this i cannot do this i was like i'm not gonna be walking around half until i'm like it's either one or it's the other i i couldn't live the life where like if my hair gets wet and it curls up because i wear it straight i couldn't do that like i, right. I couldn't yeah, some people more power to you, but my hair is unruly. It, it's once funny. Came in, honey, the straight hair didn't have a chance. It's funny that <laughs> they say uh, relaxing because it doesn't sound very relaxing. Like it sounds it's not, damn it. Like <laughs> it should be called like tensor or something like that. It should be called sizzle your damn scalp so that everybody <laughs> can know what's gonna happen to you. Yeah. I like. I mean, I the the person who says that they've never gotten burned or that they've never like is rare in my experience. I can't say for everybody but in my experience the person who's like oh it never burns me i'm good those are rare people for the most part everyone that has a relaxer is sitting through getting sizzled yeah and it's funny because women go through so much um pain in order to like we always talk about how much tougher you know men Men are are. whatever but women go through so much pain to be beautiful you know whether it's like ripping ripping stuff off of their bodies like hair and whatnot um like a man's not gonna get waxed in the general like we would frown upon a dude that did something like that <laughs> but um, dudes do though yeah but, i know, you know but very few not any that you know well if they do they don't publicly say it yeah right. well uh, we would know you know what i mean yeah. you know if you're hanging out with that kind of guy um like you got to do that for a profession like i'm a stripper so i gotta get waxed but you don't know anybody that just like gets waxed on the reg for no reason oh, no, no, i don't no. know you know like uh even even stuff like you know getting a relaxer in your hair like just very few dudes would do something like that wearing high heels for hours upon hours and your feet oh, hurting that's just because we like to be cute that shit is fly yeah i'm just saying sometimes i mean beauty's pain they say right yeah i'm not even hating i'm Sorry. just saying it's so funny that we are like women the weaker sex you know they can't if a nigga had to stand around in heels for two hours we'd be like nah man this ain't even worth it bro i'm not yeah. right. sneakers back son right. <laughs> we would be up in the club for 15 minutes like hey man ain't no hoes here let's go like <laughs> Like you don't want to wait till the the ballers come in. Nah, man, we could go, man. Oh. These my feet hurt. 
Right. And then you have to think they wear heels. They actually, a lot of them have children on the hips, right. children on the back, children that they're carrying Listen, in the hand, I pushing the stroller. That have like three inch heels on and they're pushing a stroller. They got a baby on their hip. I'm like, damn, girl, yeah. you're doing it. Because I am not that talented. Speaking of pushing that stroller, mm-hmm. I don't know. Um, I don't know if I said this on the show or not, Karen, but I know I, I said it on my Facebook page, but I saw the whitest woman i've ever seen in my life the other day okay what happened i was driving to the ymca and she was jogging but she was jogging and she had a double stroller okay i've seen that before and she was pushing the double stroller so as i drove past her i looked back in my rear view to see like damn she got twins in the stroller that's normally what it is yes she had one side on the right that had a baby in it Mm -hmm. and the left side had a dog Oh, the dog was too lazy to run? The dog was just, what? and the dog was chilling like it's normal. Like, of course she's pushing me. Oh, it might be. She was like, I'm tired of dragging you. You should have had this shit on Guess the Race. Oh, my God. Like, <laughs> I, when I saw it, I was just like, I wish I could stop the car and film her. She probably wouldn't even know. She'd be like, what are you doing? What's, what's, what's the wrong, big deal? Right. My dog's in there. Yeah, excuse <laughs> me. You're in the way, Negro. But i was like that's the whitest thing i've ever seen in my life it was like a she should get an achievement award or nobel Peace prize for being white because that that's like the record set up for white whiteness wait what they peak caucasity yeah (laughs) the peaks the highest um now you also sell beauty products for men are men are harder to sell than women to to get to try to uh beautify themselves hell yes yes um but what I find is, I mean, we talk about this on Twitter, and it really is true. Like, as a person who makes products, I will say, before I even say what it is, that it's true. Men steal their women's products, for the most part. What I find. So, for me, almost like most of the, the men that I, um, that I, that are my, um, customers, they started off stealing their girl stuff that she bought from me. Mm-hmm. So they were walking around like mango papaya or Fiji fruit pineapple or whatever. And <laughs> finally, after they use that up, then they come to the website. Or she or started their, complaining. Or, or she comes back to the website and buys him his own shit because she, he stole all her shit. <laughs> right. Ah, okay. <laughs> so now he has his own so that she can have hers in peace. That's so, how That's how a lot of it works. So they start off going through her products like they right. go through her phone when she's not around. Well, and then next thing you know, they wearing it. Okay. But I do now. I'm I'm getting now that I have more guys, more guys. They listen to other guys. This is what I find. Mm. So when once I started getting more guys, and they're like, "I got this Sabella stuff. This shit is fire. Like this is fire. Mm. You got to get some." They're like, "Oh, for real? I can get it for my beard." Yeah. And then once they get it, they love it. Like. They're like, why, where have you been my life? This is where have you been my whole life? That's like, why what happened. I'm to, walking around ashy my life. Where have you been? Yeah, that's what happened to me. I just kind of mentioned in passing that I was growing a beard. And uh, I was like, you know, it's still a little rough. And uh, it feels kind of, um, it was still kind of in the itchy phase when it was started growing out. And then just, I mean, I got so much advice and information and product it referrals. It was overwhelming. Yeah, like I was actually, too much. I, yeah, I actually was like, I don't know where to go to get any of this shit now. Like y'all have, cause like, it was like, 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 I, like you said, dudes will not talk about it at all. And then when they do see someone interested, it's like overload. And <laughs> yes. there was like, people yeah. were fighting like, nah, man, you don't get that. You need to get this. Like, <laughs> like I was like, Hey, I don't want no fights. <laughs> 
<laughs> right. But when, once guys find something they like, they go hard for it. This is what you know. You know, once guys like it and they start like they're they go hard for anything. This is how they are. Like yeah. this is what I'm fine. Like if like if guys like I like this brand of turkey. They're gonna buy that turkey all the time. They're gonna right. tell everybody about their turkey. Like and if they're not get discontinued, they'll be don't angry. Don't ever discontinue it ever. This is their turkey. That's it. Like they use the same barbecue sauce. Once they like something, that's what they like. Yeah, I mean, they're not like me. I no, like it today. Not compromise on it, right? But I, I love the guys though. I actually worked very, very hard to try to get bring more guys into skincare. Like. I actually sat down and thought about sort of catering, you know, to guys. And I, I, I spoke to a lot of them. I'm like, what do you want? They were like, what about this girly label? Can I get like some blue on here or something? <laughs> like, why well, I got to be pink and purple. I'm like, you know what? I can respect it. Okay. I want, I want a car jumping into another car with an explosion. <laughs> I want like, I want some guns on it. got to be action packed. Right. I gotta be purple, man. When I reach right. for something, well, I gotta be paint. Yeah. I want to be paint. I'm like, okay, alright, alright. I'll get you something blue. Like blue and gray works? Okay, cool. Right. So, I want you to you call know. it AK, AK47 beard butter. <laughs> I want, I want like a bulletproof vest on it. I want to look like a thug. Right, and they were asking me like, so when we gonna get our own stuff? Like, bumping up on me. Like, what's up? I'm like, alright, alright. <laughs> So, you know, I did like Labella for Men, which sort of took some of the products I was already settling and just, you know, sort of repackaged, repackaged it with like, a di- you know, a different label with the Labella for Men label. And then other stuff was specifically sort of um, to cater to guys specific skincare needs. So mm. um, the ingrowns and ev- and um, <clears throat> a lot of guys, especially, yeah. um, especially black guys have problems with ingrown hair. So. Um, that's what, like, I'm, I asked them, like, what's your main problem? Like, what are you going through with your skin? And they all, like, down the board told me ingrown. So I yep. got some stuff for that. And, you know, with the beard butter for guys that want beards and, but you can use it for your whole body. So even if you don't have a beard, like, I didn't name it beard butter because I didn't yeah. want the guys who don't have beards to feel some type of way about it. Um, so it's bow, like the bow oh, butter and okay. bow wash, which is specifically for guys. I made a specific body butter body hair everything butter for the guys and yeah and we like that we like that too because uh it's simple and i can use it on everything as mm-hmm. opposed <laughs> like because you know um i think dudes get a little like well i don't want to have a routine i don't want to have put this on first and then i put this thing on and i put that but if you just tell what well, it's all in this they're like oh cool right right guys love it and you know living with a guy has really sort of helped me to see what guys go through with their skin like and sort of how they operate like he's here and i really he has really he used to get really bad ingrown so i was like i gotta find something for my bae like like this you know he's over here like you know every time he went to get his hair cut he's like oh god you see this like you know and the next day it's like a a, you know it would be like a bump there and it would just get bigger and painful until it like would burst and i'm like you can't do this like we're, so I, I just sort of like figured out um, what they needed and he was part of it. Being if, here with him and sort of seeing what his struggles were was like, no, we're going to get the guys to, to get rid of this because this is what y'all go through all the time. Hell no. And it's kind help. of a gift that keeps on giving if you're a lady because a lot of times dudes don't really go out and look for that kind of stuff. You know, like society just kind of reinforces that we're all the best. But um, <laughs> right. if you get something right. for them and they start to like it, like one, it helps them look better and feel more comfortable, smell better and stuff. So it's kind of like a gift to yourself as mm-hmm. well. And also they'll, they're more likely to take your word for it. Cause it's like, 
hey this is my woman and she loves me she wouldn't give me this stuff to put on my beard Mm -mm. if it really was you know bad like she wants me to like this just gonna help me out right and we both got the same texture of hair like so normally if it works on mine it works on yours too yeah so yeah and and then you know like i said we like simplicity brush your teeth with it you know what i mean (laughs) you're gonna be they're gonna be smelling like this stuff they're gonna be going through it ladies so just put a little something aside big thing you definitely keep it simple but that's for everything honestly my entire line is simple like you know I'm like, people are like, well, how do you do it? I'm like, look, you can get this box. It has this, this, this. You use it like this, this, this. And you can kind of, you know, figure out if you want to use it less or more. But it it kind of works out. Keep yeah. it simple. Like, the, easy, the, the less steps there are, the easier, the less time it takes, people are more likely to stick with it. And that's men, women, anybody. Like, if your skincare routine takes you 20 minutes, you're like, oh, 20 minutes every day? Ugh. Right. I don't want to deal with this or, but if you can like get your makeup off and go, you know, get your moisturizer on and do all of this in two or three minutes, you're going to do it. Yeah. You know, it's, that, it's, you know what I mean? So that, that was really important for me is making things, making sure things were simple for people so that they don't have to, you know, feel like it's a chore. Like skincare shouldn't be a chore. It's not a burden. You just, you know, you can do these few simple things yeah and go about your life <laughs> that that yeah that that's true because i know for uh us i got some leave-in conditioner i got a big old pump full of we both use it yeah yeah and also you know we get um like uh cares bought stuff for me for like my beard and whatnot because one i didn't even know or care that that stuff was out there but now it's like i look forward to using it i'm like oh yeah take this shower i'm gonna throw this on my beard like mm-hmm. and i asked other dudes i was like hey y'all yeah like you create you you actually create, create something monsters that yeah exactly now i'm like almost out you know what i'm saying i'm just like i ain't caring like so when we re-up in this so <laughs> yeah I like that, some you know but that's what's up though because you know i it i did is something that you look forward to mm-hmm. uh and i think turning that process into something positive especially for dudes it does matter because i think a lot of dudes we don't look forward to shit like that it's like i'm gonna just take my shower put on my deodorant and go lay down like you know, like it's kind of like a thing you do to get get out your day, as opposed to being like, oh yeah, you know, inside. Of course, you can't express this outside to nobody else. But inside, it's like, oh shit, I get to put my beer butter <laughs> while you're in the bathroom, like in there dancing by yourself, away from the oh, kids and oh, the wife. We'll luxuriate, mm-hmm. okay? Again, I, I live with a guy. I like that word. I like. I don't know if I made that up, but I like that. <laughs> now I've used it several times. Right, he likes to luxuriate. Yeah, okay. and and I can respect it, you know. But <laughs> you, we do create monsters. I find like because guys are like, I feel like maybe you, you guys are like catching up on all the years you lost mm-hmm. of like not taking care of your skin. So then you find <laughs> out you're like, this shit is awesome. I've been missing this my whole life. Well, that's the oh one. My God, pop- you just want to like roll around in it, that's the, <laughs> and that's then the- you know you start to really take, like you said, um, take it as part of your like you want to, you look forward to it. Yeah, right. that's the one positive you can give Drake and all these. Like these new niggas, man, like they really did help bring out that part so you don't have to be ashamed because it's like they moved the bar right. so left to where it's like if you crying on your album, then I, cool. can, I can still be a man and talk about my beard and still pick on you. So that's cool. You know, I appreciate, 
you know them dudes doing that stuff man right and also the thing about it is that as much as men and women talk about each other it's a lot of shit because women puts their bodies through a lot of shit so women actually take care of their bodies a lot better than men like you almost have to or else you your body will break down that's why we get pedicures that's why we get manicures that's why we you know get massages and all yeah, that shit know, people are gonna look at you crazy as a woman anyway people are gonna be like what are you doing what yeah. why <laughs> like just at the end even if you don't fall apart people are gonna be like why she she?" but think about it like you know even us we make fun of people like why she 25 looking 40 (laughs) so you gotta take care of it because you're just gonna look everyone's gonna look at you and wonder why you are looking 40 when you're 25 yeah and a lot of a lot of that boils down to that double standard thing and i wish guys would catch on to a lot of stuff and some have like you know, uh, shout out to uh, Michael Felder from In the Bleachers. Uh, we talk about getting pedicures and manicures and shit like that. He said he's been getting them for years. Yeah, because just like women have dead skin and shit on their feet, dudes do too. But uh, I don't want nobody touching my feet. No, yeah, you, you know, know, that's part of. Yeah, you, you got to be part careful. of upkeep. Like, right, and pampering. And it doesn't have anything to do with you gay or nothing like that. All she doing is scrubbing your goddamn feet. Well, Karen, you right. know. if you And that your- shit is awesome. If Once you, you go, your... you're like, this shit is amazing. Right. I get to sit in this chair. Oh, it's <laughs> awesome. And it massages you too. Oh, that chair is everything. <laughs> well, once you get your feet scrubbed, you know, you have to start sucking dick, Karen. It's in the, the guidelines. <laughs> Who wrote these rules? They trick you. That's how they trick you is, is after you swipe your credit card. It's like, aha, then like a dick jump out. slope slips right into dick <laughs> <You're> Right. <laughs> no, like, that does not happen. I didn't sign up for this. No. <laughs> Maybe so, that's just a men thing because I've got it done. And I'm sorry. Nobody has ever offered me a deal at the end of the transaction. So if somebody's like going to the website, they want to get started. They feel excited about this. What would you suggest? Like what products or what like set? Do you have like a sampler kit or something that people would could introduce themselves to? I do. I have a number of samplers, actually. Um, if you're having like acne, skincare, hyperpigmentation, if you sort of just want to get, um, the, the whole routine, I usually tell people to look and get, um, the best face forward sampler or the best face forward box that sort of has everything in it to get a taste for what the routine is about. Um, and that's like for your face. Um, for guys, the um, sampler that I suggest for almost all guys, if you have anything wrong with your skin or if you just sort of want to get a taste of what's going on for the guys, I have the bow sampler um, that comes in like sampler size and there's a full size box. So it really, you can go either way if you just want to try it out or if you're like, I'm gung ho, I'm going with the whole full size. You can do that too. I'm with it. Um, the, but I, I just have a whole bunch of stuff on the site. <laughs> um, so really, um, those are the main things. There's also a sampler called the Signature Sampler, um, which it has uh, four different sample size products in it that are sort of randomized. You don't get to pick what's in the box. It's more of like what I have. I kind of put my samples in the box um, that way. So, but I also have a favorites, um, a, you know, a fan favorites tab on the site. So if you're on it, you're just like, well, what do most people get or sort of what are the most popular products? You can always scan through that too. All right, cool, man. So make sure y'all go out there, man. Shop labellabodycare.com uh, and check her out and follow her on Twitter at uh, Bella. About, blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, make <laughs> sure you check out there. Brown and Bella <laughs> is what I meant to say. Um, or the site. Or the, the website, the business is Labella Body Care. There you go. My bad. I rarely do that. Um, anyway, uh, this is the Blackout Tips Podcast, and uh, you can uh, 
check us out on iTunes and Stitcher Radio when Stitcher's acting right, because Stitcher is uh, acting kind of weird right now. Right, so we just letting people know, if you are listening to us through other methods other than iTunes, iTunes has been down for over a week, and we know, and we have written them people. Yeah. Believe you me, not only us, other people have no, been... No, Stitcher's been down. I mean, iTunes no, You me, like Karen wants you to know, she's on it. Right. Not, yeah, not, I emailed not, them. Not Stitcher, I mean, not iTunes, I've, Stitcher, I've yeah. emailed them, I sent low-key shade on Twitter at them. I was like, oh, I just noticed that it's only the black podcast is down, even though that's not true. I don't care. I just want them to feel bad. <laughs> uh, so they said they're working on it. They emailed me back and they say they got delays up to 24 hours, but uh, it's been longer than 24 hours for us. It's been a week. So I, you know, but, uh, they're working on it and I think it's cause they got bought by another company and they're moving stuff over. I think too. I think that's too. I think they're going through that transitional phase and i think shit didn't go right you know how it is when your company tra- changes shit every you know sometimes you have these issues yeah so don't get mad at me man uh because i'm working on the guys yeah, and because people letting us know every day that they are not pleased with stitcher yeah they letting us, they letting us know like it was our fault like hey man the show's not updated i'm like i'm well aware you think i ain't the first think you're the first person told me come on now it's been six days <laughs> oh come on now <laughs> they, everyone we, telling me we knew immediately and i <laughs> and i know a lot of times before roger knows because i'm a stitcher fan too so a lot of times i'm looking and i'll be like hey it's not up yeah all right man let's talk about some new- oh hold on hold on, oh, hold on before you go before you before you go move on i wanted to tell you guys i actually am doing a discount code for your listeners okay so you can take 15 percent off orders over 25 dollars with code tbgwt boom all right i'm gonna put that in the show notes man yeah we'll let everybody know Mm -hmm. so that's for you guys y'all go blow her up man let's make it you know (laughs) let her know what we do and and my birthday is coming up so please shop freely help her you know help her out this you know (laughs) we gotta support black businesses y'all i mean y'all listen to us um support the businesses that serve you man um straight up and how long are you doing this well when's a good time to end it i actually when i made the code i didn't put an ending on it so okay yeah well i I say go use it before she come to her good senses (laughs) and try to try to yeah because i didn't know if you had a time frame because you know i I just let (laughs) everybody know i just set it up like you know before the show and like i don't have um i didn't set up an ending date okay but then you know that they'll they'll be letting you know use it before like march 31st or something i'm not gonna like make you go out and do it right now but like you know my birthday's coming on friday do it guys i say you go support black business man (laughs) all right we got so much news all right and some fake news it's not really news (laughs) a bunch of shit the first one this this was coming around on monday and i wasn't gonna talk about it because i forgot about it because it was that stupid and then we had northwest gate and uh we got lost and all that bullshit but um someone a gossip blog, AskKissy.com, had sent out a, a, a posted an article, quote unquote, that the title was so inflammatory. Lee Daniels fired Gabourey Sidibe from Empire because her look wasn't doing well with fans? Question mark. Oh, right. Hmm. This I'm is. The, I, don't, I don't believe that. Not confirmed at all, for the record. Gabby hasn't said she's been fired. Lee Daniel hasn't said he's fired her. Fox ain't made a public statement. Fox hasn't, yeah, nothing like that. I'm assuming these episodes were probably filmed a while ago. Yes. So it's not like, it's like they don't even have the thing to be like, well, it's because the fans didn't know. So it says several fans on social media, that's the source, 
have noticed that Gabby wasn't featured in the last two episodes. Cookie's assistant Portia is getting more screen time now, or as I like to call it, Fantasia, uh, with the show increasing popularity. Uh, Gabby's Twitter chat during the show has also declined. The rumor has it on social media that she may have been axed because her appearance wasn't going well with the main, with the main audience. I really hope this isn't the case. I wish Gabrielle the best and thought she did good on the show. Th- there's no proof of this. Yeah, and, and like you say, this they had already They finished. just made some shit up and was like, oh, social media said. Well, social media says a lot of shit. So yeah, and they, they kind of got to figure it out what's not, what's real and what's not. Right, and the thing that's even more messed up is that it plays into some, like, this idea of, like, well, fat shaming and all this stuff. He hired Gabrielle as a big woman. Right. Like it, it wasn't like he was like wasn't like she was small and it just showed up and was big. She right. Been big. She she been big. That's just who she is. Yeah, they had like he waited till week two and was like, Oh my God. What did you put on some weight, Gabby? Like it, he, <laughs> he knew how big she was, so it, it's kinda crazy and people ran with it real hard. I mean, you can look at there's two hundred and something comments on this article. Um, you know, and it's all people that just like you know, it's sad that when people rave to fit into a certain image or oh looking Lord. like it's like you don't even know what happened. She she might be on there next week. OK, next or, week or <laughs> or she might just be a bitch. Yeah. Sorry to say, like, can I maybe I'm not the best person. I'm not the most unbiased person to be talking about. Oh, oh you know. Oh, so you, you I know. met her. Uh oh. And she was pretty rude to me. And it was, I mean, it was a social setting. Like, so you're there. We, we were at the, um, White House Correspondence Dinner a couple of years ago. Um, and she was sort of like stank a little bit, you know, mm. like with, with us. And ever since then, I was like, you ain't this shit, girl. Bye. Yeah. Okay. All right. Mm. But you know, that but tea. I like, but I liked her in the move in her movie Precious. It was good. I liked her there. You know, I I actually like her work. She's not like a bad actress or anything. But I will say that my personal time meeting her the one time was a little sour. Well, but I don't I don't like her anymore. She, if she was mean to you, so. Oh well, thank you. I hope she got fired. I don't. You know, I don't want her to miss no, 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 no money or nope. miss no meals. But I take it further than you. You. Oh Lord! You you might be all magnanimous about it, but I'm gonna be petty. I hope she lost a job. She better. That's be, not right. Be nice to people, Gabby. If you're listening to this, next job. Yes, do be nice though. Do be nice. Next job, you be a little bit nicer out there. All right, you got time for your bullshit. Uh, but uh, <laughs> I don't think she got fired anyway. But I just thought that was funny because everyone ran with it. Um, speaking of running with things, uh, Amber Rose Kim versus Khloe Kardashian versus tyga uh all of it's coming to a head um stuff is coming out tyga has denied that he is having sex with kylie jenner Uh. (laughs) and then blame black people yeah uh i guess karen already is not impressed with Uh tyga um but yeah he has said that it's black culture's fault that um this is happening to him um black culture did you fucking an underage child yeah, same black culture that let R. <laughs> Kelly get away with it, I guess. Um, maybe he just feels like, you know, we charged They was get... black though. They was black though. Yeah, maybe that must be it. I mean, he was, it's the racism that's got us. It's not pictures like this that she posted on Instagram. I'll put it in the chat, guys. Um, uh, so you guys can see what, I mean, 
that's not a reason to ask if you fucking that girl <laughs> right i mean when she's behind you got her hand on your neck uh taking a picture a selfie I mean, Ooh, look like they fucking to me. Right. Got the eye, we fucking eyes. They look like they fucking. Yeah. I she, think they fucking. she hit them with that smolder that, mm, look at, wouldn't you like trying to be sexy on them? Like, yeah. Wouldn't you like some of this too? Right. Like, are we sure that, um, this is, uh, that we can sit around and say for sure that, um, she's not at least trying to make us think they're fucking. I mean, minimum. Oh, yeah. Right. At the minimum, that's what, what it looks like. So you need to check that shit. At the minimum, mm-hmm. everyone thinks, already thinks that you're having sex with this girl. So if you are not having sex with her and your behaviors make everyone thinks you are, then perhaps you need to change that behavior, my brother, because you are giving off the wrong impression. Exactly. Uh, he did go on, um, the breakfast club and, uh, tried to explain himself. Uh, mm-hmm. TMZ got ex- uh, excerpt from the, uh, interview. Um, DMZ be knowing they on every DMZ got every damn thing. <laughs> they on everything smoking, right? right. If it happened, they there. There we go. Amber said man. that you that Kylie Jenner's yeah. a baby and you should be ashamed of yourself. Yeah. Now, are you, now are you yeah. smashing and now you red shirting yeah. until she turned each? <laughs> no, I'm not dating Kylie. <laughs> Charlemagne questioning tactic is so abrasive and, and mean. <laughs> He said, "Are you smashing her now, or you got a red shirt till you're 18?" Which basically is. There's mm. no other option than you mm. are going to fuck her or have been. <laughs> like right. he, he's already committed you to having so, sex with this girl. Right. Oh like, my if you, god! If you're not now, you're gonna be. Yeah. So so, so just explain your plan. Clarify. Yeah. No. Are, now are you yeah. smashing or now are you red shirting yeah. until she turned eighteen? <laughs> no, I'm not dating Kylie. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm not dating that. So I just want to get that out the way, and um, I want to be clear to everybody that I didn't leave my family. Um, to be with Kylie, you know what I mean, and um, that's ridiculous. You know, for, I feel like, you know, me and China, we broke up almost close to a year now. You know what I mean, and because of the decisions we made, and you know, things in our relationship that wasn't going right, you know, so we decided to split to raise um, a emotionally stable kid. You know what I'm saying? That's what we did. Now we have a great relationship. You know what I mean? So I just want to be clear about that. Like I didn't leave nobody to be with anybody. You know, what it I'm just saying? wasn't working. Yeah, it just wasn't working. Sometimes you feel like when you have a kid, like, and, and that early, you know what I'm saying, you just, you don't want to raise a mostly unstable kid, you know what I mean? And Because they pick up on everything. And now we have a great relationship. You know, he spends as much time as he can with his mom. He spends as much time as he can with me. Mm-hmm. So it's it's cool now, you know what I mean? It ain't no pressure, you feel me? Have you, yeah. have you been contacted by, like, any law enforcement? Because that, it... If, if people believe the blogs, it could be incriminating. Yeah, they said she had a room in uh, in your house. <laughs> so they they'd be like, yo, Damn, do people check this to make sure, like, yo, is everything appropriate with this situation? Nah, I don't think that. Nah, ain't nobody doing that. I mean, that's just crazy, though. Like, it wasn't weird to nobody in her family, really, you know what I'm saying? Because it's like, I always come to the crib. Like, even if I was with China or King, I, I, you know, and um, King, you know, he'll play with North. All right, so there you go. Uh, it's not weird to the family. Um, he also has said, uh, this, um, um, I want to be clear to everybody that I didn't leave my family be with Kylie. That's ridiculous. Um, oh, what's the part about blaming these black people? Oh yeah. Black culture. If you hang around someone all the time, you're smashing them. White culture is different. They really are friends. It's genuine. It's different. How we think our mentality is different. He says that he's known the family for a long time and that hanging out with them uh, didn't become a big deal until TMZ found out and blew it out of proportion. 
so um uh, mm. tmz apparently is black culture y'all did y'all know that yep tmz ran by black people now the best part of this is that this article was on because um, my black side know you full of shit right that's what that is <laughs> right. my black side has a full of shit detector and it is going off whenever, yeah. whenever you open your mouth because I, you my friend are full of shits I kind of wish I was uh at in like I could be on the Breakfast Club and do interviews too, except my character would just be to call people liars and shit. It's because they they like do it low key, like kind of nice, like uh uh. So so if you believe the blogs, then I just want to be like, oh nigga, you lying. I'm doing it State of the Union style. Yeah, Remember, you lying. <laughs> right. Oh nigga, you lying. Hey, he lying right now. <laughs> Look at him, Charlemagne. He lying. Um, so the best part of this is that I got this from Baller Alert. So, um, they have, oh, shit. they have some comments. Uh, Spinster just says, ill, gross. <laughs> uh, Mimi posted before they posted the video link. She said, where's the video? Cause you know, they be needing their details on Baller Alert. They will watch all 40 minutes of this video to get to the truth. Yes, yes they will <laughs> a simple bijou says first of all no one would think anything if you didn't present the situation as such your pictures out with her coming from late dinners and such and you blame culture boy please blame yourself for the image you portray to society or i should say black culture i guess Kylie fits into the category because she portrays the same she presents the image as if you're her man you can tell he is trying to tiptoe around the situation but i ain't buying it tiger needs to grow up and take responsibility for his actions well you know hey Callie, the consent law is 18 so right and and the, the the weird part about this i think is i think we all sort of know people who've dated people who are older and we even know people who where it's worked out okay like mm-hmm. let's say that i know people who they may have you know dated an older guy it they ended up with him like married kids you know right. the whole thing but at the same time, like, just because we've seen this happen before or we we've seen it in our communities. I mean, I know I have. We all, I, I have. Um, it's not something that you can say black culture is just like we didn't make that shit up. Right. People right. are having sex with 17 year olds like we've seen it. We've seen it. Right. It's not like we just. This is something we're just making up, and no one ever has fucked a seventeen-year-old. Right, like, and, dude, you're not you're not the first one to do this. Right, and you're not the first person. They're not going to be the last person to do it. Like, and it's you, not a black. It it's not a black thing to ask because when you look at, um, like I said with um uh, with uh, Miley Cyrus, people were at that was like a huge question. Like, why is she with this grown ass man? Right, I think that's the question. I think it's it's you know okay, we know she's gonna turn eighteen, you know whatever, and then no one's gonna be able to legally say anything. Right. But at the time, like, you you need to be not trying to blame this on black culture or anything other than you trying to stick your dick in a seventeen year old. Like that's what you're doing. That's yeah. what it goes down to. We didn't make you want to date her. You've been dating her, and we've been seeing you date her. Right. right and in my mind and i said it yesterday and i'm gonna continue to say it even if you personally went through the situation i don't care you're underage no grown-ass adult has no business fucking with you even with your motherfucking consent even with your parents goddamn consent in my mind right right like it's still wrong consent is 16 in pennsylvania i'm from pa like the right. age of consent here is 16 like you know uh, we have like a large quaker population you know like a they get married early so that's like part of 
being in Pennsylvania. But at the that doesn't mean even like even when it becomes legal, it's just the question of like, is this an appropriate relationship? Right. Is right. there you know what I'm saying? Like there are moral issues I think that kind of it's bigger than Tyga. I think that's more what it, it it's about. Like it's bigger. You know, everyone's saying, well, we know people who've done this, like you said, Karen. Like we 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 know people who do this not a big deal. But I think at 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 the very least it's like a legal concern and right. and a legal concern and that's the very least of a maturity it. like it's, concern it's a maturity concern it right. is a it is a concern for her development it is a concern for is this in an appropriate relationship is there there's not equality in this relationship she's 25 he's 17 she can't even walk into a damn club by herself like can't smoke, this is can't not drink. like this this is just not uh, uh, sort of e- e- you're not equally yoked at 17 and 25 right. like yeah. what I, are you doing yeah like, I, I started and he has access to girls he's not some exactly. like socially awkward never dated anybody before that's not who he is he can be out here getting a bunch of girls any girls didn't he do porn or something wasn't he like doing porn I and, have, now, I and have... now he's fake not dating this 17 year old yeah i have no idea what he was doing before i really had never heard of this nigga until like two weeks ago he might be um i will say this though you know ain't that rack city bitch rack rack city oh is that him okay nigga you get your little shoulder pop i ain't gonna hate on tiger for that okay i I didn't know that was his song okay i feel you tiger but um you can't be raping these kids um i don't know what it is elvis started dating uh priscilla president when she was 14 like oh so so this mm-hmm. isn't a this isn't a black culture thing mm-hmm. like it's a don't be a pedophile thing not to mention you know i mean and it's a in that time they, honestly you know people change you know the culture is changing right we, we start learning that shit ain't right people's right. grandparents got married at 14 15 had kids with somebody that was 30 that was part of that wasn't just black culture that was culture period right. young yes. girls were getting married where young girls were getting basically sold off as in, soon as they so st- in not so much terms you as know what i'm saying as they start their period sold off. right as soon as you get your period like mm-hmm. you can have a baby you a woman now you can go you woman now you go right. out and be woman like this is you know so it, it's just changing the mentality of people is slow and mm-hmm. and to start thinking like these young girls are yes they their bodies start developing i developed early but Me they're too. not adults they're not right. adults mm-hmm. like you know you think you grown you know you 16 17 i can make decisions for myself and you can't honey you're dumb like the rest of the other dumb 17 year olds we all know you dumb right and then when you get older you're gonna look back like you know like any of us did you know uh, like any of us do and be like damn i was dumb yeah right. and that's what your parents are there for to protect you from to, the dumb decisions exactly that you and where would the make hell are her parents her parents is out there thinking it's okay and her sisters right. are arguing with amber you arguing with the wrong person why, yes, are you exactly. not to the, why are you not talking to 20 year old five year old fucking your sister right and her sister pretty much confirmed it which is to me that was the craziest part was that they didn't go hey um you're you know like well, let's go talk to her keep this quiet because they are so like made for tv as but as far as like having composed images and pr and like spitting everything positively for them and to keep their show going and all this shit like they're really good at that i was surprised at this that ember rose was able to like basically crack the um the seal on this shit because chloe came for and it was more like mm, i'm that really touched a nerve with y'all y'all normally you know because like once no, you they say react all the time 
that's yeah. the thing. The Kardashians react all the time. People let it go mm. or people don't want to deal with them. But they they come for people a lot. Not just Kim. Okay. Not just Cl- They come for people. Okay. So, M wasn't having it. Cause yeah. like I said, she Philly girl. She not with that shit. Well, this is the first like, time I've seen it, man. Like, I, I guess I'm not up on it, but like, she was like, like once you get somebody that literally their job is to make you talk about them and they go, don't talk about me. I was like, ooh, y'all, uh, this is, this struck a nerve. Oh, there it is. Though. <laughs> you know, like nigga, that's what nigga your job is to make people talk about you right that, that people talking about you you right. put all this shit out here for us to see y'all been on tv with y'all dirty laundry yep that's what all i was this like shit for years now i was like it's true then you know what i mean like that reaction that's true now back to these comments though oh sorry uh it's all right it's all right we do this all the time <laughs> uh so she says uh well, karen's gone oh, oh she'll okay. come back she'll come back, back her, her camera oh, okay. goes off uh, please stop saying black culture, only urban rap culture knows of you. Stop lying. No grown man with child will invest so much time with a friend just because. Stop lying. Chloe already confirmed by getting offended by what Amber said. Stop lying. You're going to feel <laughs> stupid if there's a tape and you get exposed when you step out of line. You're going to learn today, says Selena. Mm. Me- mm. Me snaps and claps and everything <laughs> else was happening. Two snaps in a Z formation, baby. He's gonna learn today. Mimi Not said <laughs> today. today. Mimi says this boy must think we are all slow as he is. He, oh, Lord. he better be. Oh, damn. He, he better be careful and not piss off Mama Chris because they can always come back and get him for statutory rape. Mm-hmm. At, at mm-hmm. Selena, he better not have a tape with that girl. Even news is considered child pornography. Dumb, dumb, just dumb. Yeah, and the other thing too is like the statute of limitations on statutory rape and shit. Like, bro, you, I mean, you gonna have to not offend them for like the rest of your life, or you going twenty five like. But like, isn't it like six years or something? Six, seven years? Yeah, it's so, I think it's longer for statutory than just regular rape. Like Bill Cosby got away because it was like, I want to say six years or something, but it was because it was rape. Because yeah. it was adults. Yeah, but I think if it's under 18, that's statutory, dog. Well, statutory, probably not. Molestation, maybe. But mm. like, um, I don't, I think with statutory rape, they probably treat it like other, like, rapes i think i would google it but you know i don't want to know my i don't want to know my history in case touche uh, <laughs> in case somebody come investigating in case i ever get accused of some shit i ain't doing in I'm case not, tmz decides to call you know, the computer he, you know he googled statute of limitation on rape in california like what no um tawny baby says if his lesbian looking self don't have a damn seat did he forget that time he took her to a club and he couldn't get in so he took her to amsterdam where they couldn't care if you violate children and when will these men learn about these women oh selena said at tawny baby i'm in tears oh my god and then to selena's commented right after that some men will never learn because they feel they are a man and land d they have the power but didn't the bible the bible what we're calling the bible <laughs> that's a new Hi, man Yo, this, bring the scripture to it. Bring the scripture to it. This is new. Take us home, baby. But she said, <laughs> but didn't the Bible state to watch out for treacherous women? Ah, there it is. <laughs> <laughs> Don't praise them. Uh, so what, so what changes do you think you truly have? 
uh sugar bear says i believe him when he says he's not dating Kylie. i do believe however that he is having sex with her which are two different things <laughs> but he fucking right. he ain't having he no relationship specifically say i'm not having sex with Kylie. i said i wasn't dating Kylie. therefore i told the truth right right notice how he answered the question to if he was smashing her he said i'm not dating her he is a pedophile there it yeah. is she seeked it she synced it. it. She synced through the truth. Mm-hmm. And last, LES says, you can't blame black culture and they say, and then say TMZ blew it up. Isn't the head honcho at TMZ Jewish slash white folk question marks? Some black people just hate being black. So they, so they think everything is on blacks. Mm. So, uh, yes, not looking too good. Um, uh, for Tiger, I mean, mm-hmm. the good news for him is probably that uh, the family don't care, so yeah, they won't even they pursue the police or anything. They probably won't even cooperate with them. Um, and then because they uh, are not considered black people, the police probably won't even try to come down and um say anything and investigate. Or, you know, DSS yeah. ain't gonna call and comb their house. Yeah, like they did them Smiths. They right. Now I'm I'm never gonna every they anytime good and virtuous white folks. <laughs> right. <laughs> with monty they're not running up in their house in related news nobody called them they ain't coming in related news (laughs) will smith has banned his kids from hanging out with the jenners amen yeah he was like "Mm, ain't got time for that i'm trying to i don't want my kids run that ratchet tree all right i'm trying to come out with new movies and shit Mm -mm, we can't have them combing our house no more that might be the blackest thing will smith has ever done honestly damn like right again (laughs) philly for the win like yeah. every once in a while okay. you forget that will smith a nigga from philly that that didn't <laughs> even go to the ground yeah you <laughs> every once in a while he just really was like i know we raising y'all eccentric but y'all ain't going on them damn jenner's house i know that much right he was like y'all are free to do a lot of shit but this right but here is the can't go there right this is the one thing i i don't allow you to do you can you can wear what you want to wear you can look crazy i allow you i will allow the media to scrutinize you but you better not take your ass down there mm-hmm. you what right, put, that's how you know it's fucked up yep he was like Jaden, Jaden, you put when that white free spirit parents is like nah fuck <laughs> no you can do anything but you can't go down there you know you don't cross the line <laughs> no it's some shit going down in the kardashian and jenner household that he is not with Jaden, you put that white Batman suit back up. You can put, wear the Batman suit, yeah. but you can't go back over there to their house. Yeah, you, you got. I know. I know that's your going down to Kim Kardashian house. Now you put that back up and put on the other Batman suit. Oh, you, you went go, to their wedding and shit. Yeah, that's he, it. And he, no more of that. He did like Kanye at the Grammys. Y'all not fitting to play with them no more. No more. Y'all got to stay inside. You and your sister. From them. <laughs> Uh, Will Smith and his wife, Jada Pinkett Smith, have, uh, they spelled it wrong, uh, have told their children, Jaden and Willow, are not allowed to hang out with Callie and Kendall Jenner anymore. Uh, America's OK magazine is reporting. Uh, the couple's 16 year old son, Jaden, split with Callie Jenner, 17, last year after three years of dating. But just, disp- oh. yeah, yeah. So she went from 16 to 25. Uh, but despite having a good relationship with Callie previously, they are believed to be unimpressed with her and older sister Kendall Jenner's recent an- antics. Will and Jada are not budging on their stance because they don't want Jaden or his sister Willow, 14, to be pawns in the Jenner girls and Kardashian clan's low-level fame game. Right. You're like, we don't have time and for listen, this bullshit. You know, they got real fame. Mm-hmm. Like, 
the, the Jadens, that's what she said, they low level. Right. They, don't even mess with them peasants of hollywood i don't right. care if they got money they not with us and they actually got you know talent and shit like yeah right yeah like yeah yeah <laughs> J- J- like Jaden, you had a hundred million dollar movie man like you might could be somebody you know <laughs> right. what i'm saying don't go down there and fuck it up playing with them little girls man right and uh jada's like i gotta go to gotham if i see your ass down there it's gonna be me you and batman me you and batman <laughs> I'm be all upside your ass like like the character. Fuck you know, with me if you want to, son. I'm hey, out. You know Jada be calling them fast on the low behind <laughs> their back. I can feel Jada, it. Yes, you know she do. You better stop playing with no, them fast. Wait, have you seen Jada's mom? Yes. Oh, she's oh cute. my First god. All, she fine, but beyond her right. being like fine still, I'm sure she be like. Mm. Right, yeah, a little fast tail girl. You know she be slanted because she don't. You know Jada Mama not progressive, and she don't be reading the right. blog. She just be like, oh, fast ass gender like, girls. That's how all old black women talk about them. <laughs> <laughs> they want to be little fast girls when you go away to college. You know them fast girls. <laughs> Boy, you still they wearing? To get pregnant and have your baby. You better stay away from them fast girls. <laughs> Boy, you still wearing them Batman underoos. You better not go down there. Oh Lord, messing with them mm-hmm. little girls. Messing with them little girls. Bring <laughs> no. Look her. Like black grandmamas don't like you messing them little girls, and then they second pet peeve is bringing no babies up in here. And the fast little girls is will bring the baby. Right, that's, right. that's what she's saying. They will straight up tell you what they won't do, and one of them things is raise no little babies that you bring up in here. No, she telling you. See her picture. She mm-hmm. like, mm. yeah, she's and she's still in good enough shape to do something about it. Good she, enough shape. She in Right. I don't want no whooping from um, that grandmama. Right. You know, (laughs) you know, me and Jada are about the same height, but I guarantee you the way she keeps herself in shape, she look at him like, son, I will fuck you up if you go down now. I'm just letting you know that right now. Yeah, man. But yeah, they, that that gene pool is deep over there. Jada mama fine as hell. (laughs) (laughs) She could. Oh, she looked everything. Right. Um, so, uh, yeah, it said Will and Jada never fans of them, um, other, other Kardashian clan, but after learning about Kendall and Kylie's recent antics, they don't want Willow and Jaden associating with the girls anymore. At his point, at this point, they feel that the entire fi- reality TV family has built an empire on shock value and they don't want their kids to be pawns in a low level fame game. They say mingling with the gender, genders could ruin the kids' images. Um, it says, but they, at- they ain't said nothing wrong yet. Mm hmm. Yep. They said, uh, Jaden might not be happy with the band, but she's dating Tiger now. So, you know, whatever. <laughs> like, you, you gotta move on either way. Uh, and then someone wrote a really cool article. Danielle C. Belton wrote for The Root Amber Rose versus the Kardashians, how race and class reshaped the slut shaming beef. Um, and it was basically about how Chloe tried to use Amber's being a 15 year old stripper as like some sort of like look at look at what you did and and it's like no look at what i had to do to do totally different totally different i don't like choices like she can't even imagine coming from a world like that where that's not really a choice you know what i'm saying so it's like to turn into who's the biggest whore on social media was just a bad move and here's the thing though the comments were about him being a fucking uh predator basically right. like about him being a grown man 
doing wrong by having sex with a young child, like with a with with a teenager. Correct. That is what the comments were about. How did it become about either of these women or anybody's sex life that didn't have to do with him fucking Kylie? Like how? Like that is how crazy it is that it becomes about Amber Rose's vagina or yeah. Amber Rose being a stripper at fifteen. What does this have to do with? what was going on like how do how does everything become about the woman like the, what yep yeah because I, I i personally think that for the fact that she said anything it made her mad and i think this was quote unquote her way of coming at amber but what she failed to realize is that amber has nothing to lose she don't got a tv show she's not on e none of that so you came out to somebody that's like Oh, you want to go there? I'll go there with you, and I ain't got no shame. Right, and I'm not gonna pull back. Right. And also, Amber, here's Amber has been quiet for a long fucking time. Right. Like, like, like. Let's think back to the fact that Kanye made a whole album about Kim, and she. I mean, I mean about Amber, and she ain't say shit. Okay. Mm-hmm. Like, he made a whole emo album. When she left him for fucking with Kim. Okay? Yep. And he made an album about it. She didn't say nothing then. They probably, you know, exchanged little things in the media. You know what I mean? Like, little things. But she hasn't said anything. Mm-hmm. So, she was already probably itching at the finger for them bitches to give. Or this is how she was like, let these bitches give me one reason. And mm-hmm. I'm going in. They tried her. <laughs> On the wrong day. She already had her guns blazing because she's been wanting to come at Kim for a long time. I know she has. In her soul, she has wanted to say shit about Kim. But she kept it real cute. Amber has kept it cute for a long time. Yeah, and so, it's like, what is she supposed to say when asked those questions? Like, And they ask her about them all the time. Right. She's been getting asked about the Kardashians since her and Kanye broke up. Right. right. So it's just very weird to have this you know, attack on her from Chloe, um, at least in on the sex angle, you know. Um, so, you know, it was it, you know, and a lot of people that got into that on Twitter with them was, well, no, so and so is right because she did this and no, she's the biggest whore. And it's like one of these even be discussing it. It's right. about the old dude that's having sex with the young girl. Right. Right. They get lost in the mix. We we went from, hey, should this dude be fucking your sister to Oh, you a whore? Who who asked you? And that's, that's and, and, what? And that's how she came at Amber. Amber was like, "Okay, oh, we going there? Fuck you!" And that's when it, that's when she came in blazing because she was like, "Oh, we starting at ten? Okay." And I said this on my Twitter today. Like, first of all, who better to tell you about? Who better than a person who was stripping at fifteen? Yeah. Who better than to tell you about what type of predatory shit goes on with young guy with 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 guys and young girls? Right. right. And who she, better? Then to recognize game and be like, that's some bullshit. Mm-hmm. Who else? Who better than a person who was stripping at 15? Like, you actually strengthen Amber. That actually strengthens her point. She, Amber, she knows what goes on with guys, 25, 16-year-olds, 17-year-olds. She lived it. Right. Because right. she had to live it. So, if any, Amber, like, look, I've, I've been through that. Mm-hmm. I know what's going on here. <clears throat> like, but you coming at her about that? If anything, that makes her more likely to know that just she knows what your sister is is getting 
taken advantage of and manipulated on some level. She has to be. Like, she's 17 and 25. Like, mm -hmm. all you need is some acceptance. And let's be real, she was always the ugly young sister. Right. Quote, unquote. You know what I'm saying? Like, she was the ugly younger sister, just like Chloe was the ugly older sister. She was the ugly Mm -hmm. Kardashian. And she was the ugly Jenner. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's how people explain to them. So let's not act like Kylie probably doesn't have some self-esteem issues or something going on there. Like, that somebody that's 25 can exploit. Like, let's be real about what young girls are going through. Right. That Like, I was 17. Right. She's famous. But she got the same issues every other girl at seventeen got. And the try to the try to the thing that bothers me the family. The thing that bothers me the most is to try to equate a seventeen year old choosing to date somebody as like a better choice than a fifteen year old who's entering sex work because her life choices are limited. Like that like to compare those two like they're both it just shows like a lack of empathy and understanding from from a class angle. Like I don't have like I've never been at the bottom, so to me everything's a choice. So when you were fifteen, you chose to go be a stripper. Like you can't even imagine the reality of a hungry stomach or that that would feed your family or or else y'all would be on the street. Like she can't even imagine that. Not she's just so, like oh you went out and was being a dirty little stripper like right well in reality you know shit got rough and when when the metal you know when the pedal hit the metal or when shit hit the fan you got to go do some things that you may not have ever think thought that you would have had to do and yeah. it's like to to come at her for that there it that really is like you said it's I mean it basically it's just a little bit of like privilege there you know growing up in a privileged environment like that's not something they could ever even have to fathom the mm-hmm. shit the shit that Amber had to see or had to go through by her, like by herself, basically getting through the world by herself is something that they can't comprehend. Like it's rough out here. Like I'm from Philly. Like it's rough. People yeah. out here doing rough stuff when they be out here rapping. I've been selling crack since like the fifth grade. People be selling crack at fifth grade. Like it's real. Yeah. So, so like they selling crack, girls stripping. It happens out here. Like. They don't know that. So they're going to come at her like it's something she should be ashamed of or how dare she have the how dare she feel like she could speak on my sister when she was stripping at 15 because right. she know what's going on. Right. right. And and, it, and the thing is, like, it's not like she glorified that decision. She or, never has. Right. She never has. But when the, she talks about it, she never talks about it like that. Right. But the way she came at her is like you are glorifying what you did and she she didn't say it was okay she didn't say it was all right she didn't say none of that but you you're attacking her like she's saying what she did was okay and that's the problem that i have like you said she's looking at it from well bitch you out there stripping because you wanted to strip and she was like word okay and that's what caused the problem because in her life she's never (laughs) had to deal with that choice like it's always to her choice has always been more about options to amber rose choice has been about like don't eat or eat and that's a a reality that you know people of a certain class can always relate to um but uh yeah it's ultimately your family is still getting your family is famous because your sister chose to do a sex tape so right like like, how you gonna judge y'all got into the public eye right so you judging now like we doing this right now okay Right, right. <laughs> um, a super eight ho- a hotel in Ohio has come under fire after they reportedly kicked out a homeless couple whose room had already been paid for by Good Samaritans. 
george gruss told the columbus dispatch that he was driving through columbus on valentine's day with his wife joyce and they noticed a homeless woman carrying uh, a crying at wendy's uh, the woman explained to the Grusses that she and her partner were homeless and that they had missed the curfew at the local homeless shelter. We took them to the nearest Super 8, Gruss wrote on Facebook. The couple was appreciative. We left them thinking that they were safe for the night and several additional days. But the Grusses received a call from the hotel about an hour later telling them the couple was being forced back into the street because they could not produce proper identification. George Gruss said that he and his wife had prepaid for all three nights on their credit card, so he did not anticipate any problems with the room. Despite our insistence to let them stay, they evicted them. Oh, and by the way, no refunds for your three-day in advance payment. Sorry. What? <clears throat> How Christian does this sound to you, George Gruss said on Facebook. I don't think we will be staying at Super 8 anytime soon. Super 8, like, uh, we Muslim, so we don't care. I'm just kidding. I don't know what their religion is. <laughs> Super 8, like, we ain't this, bitch. Give us our money. Um, a petition <laughs> with over 15,000 signatures was launched to ask the CEO of Wyndham Hotel Group, which owns Super 8, if enforcing a changeable hotel policy is more important than saving human life and the no refunds rule is more important than honoring compassion and generosity. Tell Wyndham CEO G- Jeff Bellati. Uh, another one of those Jeff that spells it G E O F F. That's not good. I'm not saying look I'm crazy, but I know a cool Jeff, but I only know one. Is all I'm saying. The rest of them are assholes. If you want our travel dollars, then change the way you treat homeless people. Give this couple two free week free weeks and reform your policies. We'll see if that works, but um, yeah, that's that's sad, man. They almost got you know Valentine's Day. In a hotel, I know they was planning on cleaning up, you know, taking showers. Right. And they I mean, if the, back if it, on the street. If it's paid for, what's the problem? I don't know, man. Other than they just want to take these people's money because they know that these people weren't going to stay there. Well, they gave their credit card, too, for incidentals, so you can't even make, like, well, what if they stole something? Then we will put it on the credit card for incidentals and right, be like... Once, once the room is paid for, they have the information that they need in case anything happens with the room, so... Yeah, and, and you know they wouldn't do that for, like, kids or something. Like, you say, hey, we want to pay for this hotel room for our kids, and we're going to stay in another room or something. They wouldn't be like, nope, we need their IDs, too, because they're going to be, like, they just go, okay, those yeah. are your kids. I mean, I'm not, look, it sounds kind of unreasonable to me. And it, it sounds like they just didn't want no homeless people up in there. Right. Shit. I think they that's knew really, these they people. Did, right. That's right. exactly what it they was. They knew these people's homeless. They probably seen these people around and was like, how the hell y'all get in here? Oh, no, 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 no. You won't be staying here. Yeah. I think that's what happened. Mm-hmm. They still wrong, but yes. Right. But how, but you can't, listen, you can't take people's money and then say that they can't stay there. Like right. you took their money for a service. So basically you are not providing the service that you said you would. And then you're not going to refund them. Yeah right so suppose it was or make them whole somehow that doesn't know how it works right and the thing is like for id so if they rented the room for their friend and their friend could have provided an id they could have stayed in yeah i guess i don't know i mean i guess they should have just lied you know i mean (laughs) everything is paid for i mean like maybe i'm the one not comprehending this you got your money so what's the problem yeah, I guess you just have I to mean, lie. Some, I mean, some places do, some, some hotels do have those policies. So, yeah. you know, they do have policies where the person whose name the room is in or whose name the room is under has to be present at the, has to be staying in the room right. or whatever the case may be. However, 
if they didn't make that clear when they were getting the room, but at the at the same time, if they ha- they have the person's contact information for the room, right. so whatever got the room, so they could have called them and been like, "What's up?" Yeah, it seemed like so they were just didn't do any. It doesn't seem like they did any of that. They just were like, "Well, too damn bad. We gonna get the room." Bye. It like, seems like they should be I'm able like- to say like, "We're like before you even pay for this." Like, yeah, we don't do that. Right, like they don't, went yeah, else. like you just need to find somewhere else. That's against our policy. Right. Don't don't take my money and then be like, oh what? yeah, by the way, we're keeping your money, and also we don't do what you just asked us to do. So sorry, thanks for the money, non-refundable. Um, Amazon right, that looks predatory. Amazon Prime yes. now has one hour deliveries across Manhattan. They doing it big. I oh, I miss living in New York for shit like this. New Man. York, you get the best shit so quick and awesome. One hour delivery service available in all of Manhattan since last week. Uh, this, this is a big expansion from its initial service launch in December, which was confined to one zip code in New York City. Prime subscribers can now get two hour deliveries for free from 6 a.m. to 12 a.m. and one hour deliveries from, for $7.99. For products like paper towel, shampoo, books, toys, batteries, according to the oh, company. Oh, this will be me all day. Oh, two Damn, hours I'm free? I ain't even got to go to the store. What? We would never go to the store. Yeah. What? Customers what? can purchase these products through a dedicated app. Initially, the service was available only in the 10001 uh, zip code near Penn Station and an office on uh, West 734th Street that amazon recently leased the expansion of of prime now in manhattan comes after amazon started offering grocery deliveries via amazon fresh in brooklyn in october amazon's one-hour delivery service may vie with cosmo a dot-com era service that has vowed to return along with instacart and google shopping express which offer services in new york and los angeles Amazon plans to offer Prime now into other cities and in the near future. But an Amazon rep declined to identify which New York City boroughs might receive Prime now service next. I'm going to say probably not the black ones. So probably going to the white ones. Living in New York was so awesome for stuff like this. I love love when they just get new shit. New York just gets new shit all the time. Hey, we're going to start doing this in New York, though. Only in New York, though. Amazon now. That's crazy. And I love Prime. I am like mm-hmm. the biggest Prime cheerleader. Listen, yeah, I that, love Amazon Prime. That free shipping get us. We sometimes I order shit just free shipping is the best shit ever. Like, and even listen, I love free shipping. Mm-hmm. I know people love free shipping. Like, I'm with it. it I will happily pay. What is it? A hundred and nineteen dollars now. I will happily pay my $119 every year to keep my Amazon Prime. It is well worth the money. Sometimes I Google shit just to see if they got it. You know what they do? They got everything. <laughs> they do you everything. I click this on Amazon. Yes. Can I do Yeah, can I do it Prime? Yes. <laughs> every time I search, I'm like only Prime. I want to see this other shit. Um and of course, uh you, you know, we have other news. Um uh Mars is choosing I mean, not Mars, but, um, people are, we are choosing the best 100 people, uh, suited to go to Mars, um, to, to live and to probably die. Of course. Now we're down to a hundred out of 202,580. Is this a reality show? 
this is real this is not a reality oh, show this is shit. something they really oh, want to do oh this is not a movie there are two two hundred two thousand five hundred eighty six applicants they're down to 100 hopefuls they're gonna get down to four uh they're gonna be the first humans on mars by themselves uh yeah mm-hmm Four will be sent on a one-way trip. Maybe Mars is super easy to colonize. We'll find out. Um, Definitely one way because ain't no way you coming back. Yeah. Uh, It's a civilian mission that will be sending these people there. Oh, so they're not even going to send the professionals. Nope. Oh, shit. They said they colonizing. Yeah, they they showed. people over. They had some. (laughs) They had some some profiles of some of them. One woman said she wanted to. Uh, die on Mars and had leave the first Martian baby. That bitch is crazy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she looked crazy too in that picture. I was like, ooh. Oh, they was like, cross her off the list. Yeah, I'm like, are we really sending them because they the best qualified? Or are we sending them because we like the crate? Like these are the people we care about the least. Are they gonna be doing like a reality? Oh, are we gonna yeah. be doing like a reality TV where we gonna get like a hundred thousand years later? Uh, I don't know. Um. I don't know. You have to be between five foot two and six foot three. You have to be Check. healthy, at least eighteen years old. Check. Um, it says personality requirements uh, such as exhibiting adapt- adaptability, resiliency, and resourcefulness. You, you have mm-hmm. to be white. Nah, nah I, I no, don't. you don't have to be white, Karen. That's just that's just implied. Okay, that's what I thought. Okay, because I was yeah, like, that's um, implied. Unofficial rules. Yeah, that's implied when someone Thanks asks not. you, do you want to take a one-way trip off Earth? Like, mostly white people will say yes to that. But they had an Asian woman that was saying the stuff about having the first Martian baby and shit. Oh, so, okay. I mean, you're going to be fucking? Like it's, like, it's only three other people going, so it doesn't matter who else they put in there with you. You planning oh, on fucking? <laughs> that's crazy to me i'm like can we please get a hunk or something right I mean, <laughs> we gotta get down I to four can first I pick the, they should let they should pick the women and then let the women pick the men right right like it seemed like that's a little like would they just pick some dude to just like you know it's creepy or weird she's like i guess i gotta fuck him i did promise oh, no. i mean i did come on here ain't nobody else here he is the last motherfucker on mars or the first <laughs> <laughs> guess i gotta give him some of this and she did kind of look like a praying mantis so she might eat fuck you and eat you and kill you or something bite your head know. off yeah. and they gonna send somebody else to replace him to the spaceship on mars yeah on my list of, <laughs> on my list of turnoffs i'm gonna put people that want to go to mars on a one-way trip as turn off not not big into that um so yeah they got that um in um related news of white people trying to help but uh fucking up um uh, this woman wrote um uh, because you know john stewart stepped down from the daily show mm-hmm. so now everything's been about who will replace him who will be the next person to answer for the daily show and all mm-hmm. this stuff um and there's a lot of people a lot of candidates i've heard um and then you know there's always this thing in um like liberal and progressive spaces where people want to break boundaries they want to like have the first something like hey what if we had the first uh woman what if we had the first gay person what if we had the first uh black woman what if we had the first indian person first asian person like people want to see like spaces that are triple uh typically jobs are typically going to white males go go to someone else which i'm also kind of a fan of i you know i enjoy the groundbreaking of it the problem is you want to make sure that you have people one that want to do it yeah 
and then two that are qualified to do it correct because you know? i don't think you should do changes for changes sake and then someone can't do the job just so you can say at least we had that you know like i hate when people do that where like uh when people say that racist shit about black people only voted for obama because he's black but meanwhile 98 percent of black people ain't vote for al sharpton or jesse jackson or herman Cain or so that's just racism it's just pure racism we don't just see black and start voting we actually do hear our issues we typically lean democrat anyway um so like obama didn't really get that many more black votes than anybody other democrats (laughs) like it was right that's where we vote it's just that's we don't like y'all it's not because he's black. We just don't like y'all. Yeah, y'all stop being racist, and it, we can, can we work like something out. Talk? Yeah, we can work. <laughs> we can work something out. You know, y'all. Pe- a lot of black people are conservative, but Republicans yeah, are just racist, so they ain't fucking with the racists. Exactly. They I, gonna have to go with the Democrats. <laughs> I went to I went to an HBCU. I know how conservative we can be, guys. That's why I didn't go to one. Right? Yeah, I know. I was actually talking to Justin Saturday. We were talking about uh, HBCUs and PWIs. And we were both talking about like the social policies. And I was like, they can be so conservative. Yes. And it really doesn't make any sense to me. Nope. Like, like to me, it's very limiting to say that about black people. It's almost like you're saying you will fail if we just give you the same treatment that white people get. And it's like, that's not true. You know? Right. Um, so, so yeah, so we were, um, so, so this lady, um, Esther Bloom wrote for the billfold.com under the tag sexist bullshit on the daily shows jessica williams the latest high pro, pro high profile victim of imposter syndrome all right what you mean by this um well imposter syndrome is a term that they use to refer to to like how men will do stuff like a uh, vote for um i mean not vote they will apply for jobs that they actually are not qualified for yeah because the confidence mm-hmm. yeah. more often than women because we we have so much confidence right but a woman will apply for a job that well she not only won't apply for the job she's qualified for but she'll actually feel like i'm going to um actually apply for something lower that mm-hmm. that i'm actually above because i'm a woman and mm-hmm. I've, I've, I've kind of internalized all of the negativity geared towards women into thinking that I personally cannot succeed, right? It's a psychological phenomenon in which people are unable to internalize their accomplishments despite external evidence of their competence. Those with the syndrome remain convinced that they are frauds and do not deserve success that they have achieved. Proof of success is dismissed as luck, timing, or as a result of deceiving others into thinking they are more intelligent and competent than they believe themselves to be. Notably, <laughs> imposter syndrome. This is like the opposite of the Denning. What is it called? The something Kruger syndrome, where mm-hmm. like that's like the opposite. This is the opposite of that. Yeah, yeah. imposter <laughs> imposter syndrome is particularly common among high achieving women, is what they say. All right. So keep in mind, she's accusing Je- Jessica Williams of that. Okay, then one of, of having the newest it. people on the show, right? Yeah, the, okay. the, I think first black female correspondent and definitely the first regular black female correspondent. Correct. She, who, you know, I, when I watch the daily show, I'm always like, she does a great job. Um, so when John Stewart broke America's collective heart by announcing that he was stepping down from his position as late night liberal sweetheart, the drums began beating across media land. Stewart's abdication of the Iron Throne is a challenge, but it is also, of course, an opportunity. Who will replace him? What will Comedy Central do now? Two of Stewart's scions, 
Stephen Colbert and John Oliver have already signed lucrative late night hosting contracts of their own. In Colbert's case, twice over. So they're out as possible uh, successors. With Comedy Central, uh, will Comedy Central choose another TV personality from Stewart's incredible stable of talent and promote from, or, uh, and promote from within? Uh, will it go in a different direction altogether? And most importantly, will the network finally put a lady and or person of color behind the desk? As the time points out, the white maleness of late night is a perennial problem. When Jimmy Fallon slid into the Tonight Show a year ago, opening up the 1230 a.m. late night slot, a similar outcry arose. It's time. Bloggers blared. Names were floated. Then Seth Meyers got the job. Soon after David Letterman announced he was wrapping up the late show, bloggers blared. Names were floated. Stephen Colbert got the job. Then Craig Ferguson decided to step down more, blaring more floating. And then the job with the British actor James Corden. Now all the hosts are talented and deserving. Their worthiness is not the issue. The issue is that they are not representative of the available talent, nor do they they reflect the audience. For example, Mr. Letterman's audience is around 55% female. So why are women considered only for next time? All right. That was in the uh, New York Times. You know they say we're not funny. Oh, yeah. They think we're not funny. Y'all not not as funny as men. Mm -hmm. We all know this. Mm or whatever right I, I, whenever i see that i'm always like so i guess my childhood and my aunts and me getting asthma attacks from laughing in the kitchen that just didn't happen huh? hmm. um tired of speculation twitter users began suggesting their own alternatives to john stewart and in my twitter feed at least it took about five minutes to choose a consensus candidate the composed acerbic hilarious correspondent jessica williams the clamor reached her ears as well and she demurred in a classic 21st century way um at at this point i feel like i almost had to play some white people trying to help music let me see (laughs) yes this is this feels very white people trying to help it does uh music so she says uh jessica williams herself says fact one i'm not hosting thank you but i'm extremely underqualified for the job now to me that is the end of it. Mm-hmm. She has spoken. She spoke for herself. She ain't. She's like, hey, I, I'm not looking for that right now. Mm-mm. I just, I just got here. Yeah, I'm good. Thanks. Maybe the few Girl, more you years. better step up and take your damn opportunities if it come your way. Stop, mm-hmm. stop downplaying that shit. I what, hate that. Well, this is what this woman said. How modest? How self-effacing? You can almost hear all the old white people who benefit from the status quo nodding their approval. We did it, they whisper. We have succeeded in instilling in yet another competent, confident young woman a total lack of understanding of her own self-worth. We didn't even need to undermine her. We gave her the tools and she undermined herself. Well done, all. Good show. Right, because men don't say, oh, I'm not qualified. What? No. Um, No. They would have been like, they going to give me the show? I'll take it if they give it to me. Mm. Come on, girl, step up. Some men might not. <laughs> I will say this though. I think some dudes wouldn't. Like, I think if they just said like, I think it just depends on the guy. I think some people are humble enough to say no. And then there's some like when Louis C.K. gets asked about doing a late night gig, he's like, I can't do that. Like, I'm not. Right, but that's I can't do that. Yeah. Not like I can't versus I'm not qualified are two totally different things. Yeah. Or may or you know what I'm saying? And I, I think I I think I looked it up. It's actually called like the Dunning Kruger effect, where like. Mm-hmm. Dumb people think that they know more than they know. And the opposite of that is like where smart people downplay themselves and they like don't think they're as intelligent because they kind of know the limits of what they don't know. Mm -hmm. I think it's like the same thing. You know, 
it, it becomes like a I don't know. I mean, I just well, I don't, you, want, well, any, I don't this, want anyone to shortchange themselves. You know, it takes I, the opportunities as they come to you. Don't like I don't shoot yourself out the shoot yourself out the running. Like, why are you shooting yourself down? Like, well, I, mean, I don't either. If the people but, want it. I don't either, <laughs> but if it's like my field, like I'll give you an example. People think that Karen and I should do like a satellite radio show. Okay. Here's the thing. We don't want to do that and we mm-hmm. like what we're doing better than the satellite radio show. Mm-hmm. We have no editors. You would say that. You no. Would say, I like what I'm doing better. Yeah, like we have no um no boss. We mm-hmm. have no uh editors. We don't have a f- every 5 minutes I take a commercial break. You know, so we really like it. Now, some people just don't believe that we believe that, and they think we're scared of satellite radio. I can't convince them that we're not, because I, you know, I can't like go into their brain. But trust me, we don't want, we just don't want to do it. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Um, but I feel like the same thing with her. Like, there's no good way for her to say, I don't "This isn't what I want to do." And also out of respect for you know uh john you know what? I, I get that you know what you know? i get that you know maybe not so much with her but that is a thing like yeah. you know it is that is a thing where like women are more like you said you started off with like the, the cool it that's the thing yeah but maybe with her you know maybe it's the truth you can't i, I don't want to necessarily say any individual person is suffering from this but, or you know whatever yeah. but or you know to necessarily um give her motives to what she why she may not want it yeah so let, oh we'll let get me say that trust me we're gonna but, get into it it's like okay. just like let it play <laughs> out and you're gonna see there that you know so may, maybe no i, I think just don't want the shit That's i understand cool. the psychological inputs and i, I do and the societal inputs because like yes. i do think that is a thing you mm-hmm. know I, I don't even think i know no. it's a thing i know for a fact thing. there's a lot because <laughs> i've had you know as a black person i've had times where i'm like I would apply for that, but no, no, I just, I've had I don't want to have to lie about this and blah, blah, blah. And then I find out when I talk to my white friends, they're like, oh yeah, yeah I got this job. I just lied. I just fucking told them I had the experience and I didn't. It was yeah, just like, I'm like, I, I don't, I don't, it, ne- it never crossed my mind. Yeah. I don't lie because I'm like, Hey, I think that everybody's checking everything. Even if they're not, I just right. assume it is. And I assume my black ass going to get fired. If I'm caught lying now, you might get the benefit of the doubt. I won't. Right. <laughs> but, but that's us limiting ourselves really. Cause they could, they apply for that. So I understand on the societal level right so anyway to go on she says jessica williams respectfully i reject your humility what on earth (laughs) what on earth does underqualified mean when it comes to being a comedian uh which i think is a low-key shade to the entire industry she don't have to know how to run a show she just got to know how to bring the funny yeah producers will be able to put on a show she just got to bring the funny well i think that's low-key shade to the to the entire comedic uh industry because it's, it's like it's, it's it would be like someone writing to this lady what on earth does underqualified mean when it comes to being a writer like well, like okay. no there's you. levels to this shit there's levels there to this shit to and i do like as someone in the industry i do know that you know if i've been doing it for five years i'll be better in 10 and to say there's an opportunity like i have a friend a uh, friend of the podcast chris lambert I, who i think is fucking hilarious right mm-hmm. But I keep telling Chris, I'm like, hey, man, when are you going to record, like, your hour stand-up special or 30 minutes? Like, something, a CD, something, so we could put that out there. And he'll tell me straight up, like, I'm not ready for that. Now, I might feel he's ready because I'm just a fan and I'm a friend and I want him to be. Right. But I can't, but it, I know he knows better than me because that's his gotcha. field. 
and i would never disrespect him like that and be like no fuck you what does it take to be funny anyway huh like (laughs) it's almost like i just shit on his whole like career or something so she says you're smart you're funny you're self-possessed is there something i'm missing and how insulting that so many press outlets took her tweets at face value despite the fact that they were displaying clear symptoms of imposter syndrome a well-documented phenomenon in which men look at their abilities versus the requirements of a job posting up at posting and round up whereas women do the same and round down calling themselves unqualified the av club opines she also probably doesn't want to make any big commitments at this point even to a prestigious position like the daily show ignorant hair-based assumptions aside this outpouring of support is a great sign for williams career as it provides tangible evidence of her marketability and producers are taking notice williams tells upright I mean, Uproxx, that director Jim Strauss recruited her directly for her part in his new film, People, Places, and Things, and that she has many offers to choose from right now. So while Hot Tub Time Machine 2 could still be right and Williams may take the position sometime before 2025 if her career keeps growing, we might see her on the other side of the interview desk instead. Yeah, that's the other thing is um, people don't actually know. Like, she might be looking at this like, I can move on to something bigger than this. Right. And that's why I was like, you know, let me back up and not, like, ascribe any sort of, like, motives to why she may not want it or whatever the case may be. So, I don't know. I mean, I I think what the the author is saying is a thing. Right. But I don't necessarily think that it's up to us to kind of apply it to jessica right like, to diagnose maybe, her from right afar. to just diagnose her and say okay well she's just saying this because she's a woman and she's downplaying it right. which i mean i think that there there might be something to that you know right. if you're just gonna sort of explore where it may come into play with her maybe that's a different way to take it but right i think like um just saying that it, it's completely that, that she's just lying and it's completely about her not thinking she's good enough. I don't think that's the case. Yeah. You know, it, it sounds like maybe she does have a lot of things going on and maybe that's just not, maybe that's just not the way she wants her career to go. Maybe, right. maybe being the, 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 the daily show anchor is not where she wants to be just because she was on the show. Doesn't mean she wants the big job. Right. Just as, it doesn't mean she wants that job. It doesn't mean she wants to be at the desk. Right. Like, um, and then also like one thing people don't look at when it comes to these entertainment spaces, uh, sometimes being the only actually puts you in a position of power that wouldn't have, wouldn't have happened before. Like sometimes being the only black woman makes you, makes it so you can pick where you want to go. Cause people want that diversity and the diversity and is you. Now. Yeah. That diversity is big now. Yeah. Like you uh, get to say no to uh Saturday night live first, like as opposed to before when it was like, well, hopefully Saturday Night Live will take a black woman. Now you're the black woman. You can be like, I'm not doing that shit. I do what I want to do. Um, so she says, bullshit. All Williams needs is a pep talk. Get lovey in a room with her. I don't know why she picked these black. I don't know. <laughs> She's a white woman talking about some get these black women in here with her. Uh, get lovey in a room with her and Jasmine and Amy Poehler and Lena Dunham. Get Paul Feig in there too and Ta-Nehisi Coates and George R.R. R. Martin. Get her the best lean-in group of all time. She will emerge as from a funeral pyre, naked and cold and dragons ready to lead. How do you know this? And you're making the assumption they that gonna this make is... her Khaleesi. They want her to be Mother of Dragons. <laughs> they want to be that Khaleesi dog. And then um there's an update on this. ETA. I apologize for being insensitive here. I should have underlined that, of course, the choice belongs only to Williams. If she had said, I don't want the job, I would have left it there. 
her saying i'm not qualified is what intrigued me especially since i've read so much about imposter syndrome lately and that's so often the language women use Mm-hmm. Uh, like you did and that's why reading. I said it might be alright you know yeah. I could see where she might could be like well that sounds like that but if she wants it to be what it you know if she says she don't want it she don't want it yeah I feel like if I was going to write something like that about somebody I'd probably reach out for them just right. quick like hey man what you think about this because they might be like fuck you nigga and I'd be like oops wasn't that uh, she said again I want to emphasize that I have enormous respect for Williams I think she's talented great and funny that said Williams is not accountable to either old white tastemakers or as she as the also talented funny Wyatt Sinek pointed out to young opinionated ones like me the decision is entirely hers now uh, Wyatt Sinek said on Twitter uh, to her and the magazine Bill Fold, because Miss J. Willie uh, Jennifer, Jessica Williams doesn't do what you want she's appeasing old white people as opposed to young ones like you then um huh? <laughs> sorry no, it's alright right. <laughs> you know we, we all family here you know <laughs> we over here talking about these white people it's fine um so, <laughs> so uh Jessica Williams went out there uh, on twitter and addressed it um you know personally uh she said um you know uh at this age of 25 if something happens politically that i don't agree with i need to go to my room and like not come out for seven days so she's talking about how young she is and this is all what she was talking about not wanting to take the job uh that being said i'm super not right for it but there are quite a few people who are can't wait to stick around and see what happens fact two these are not dreads they're marley twist the fuck uh thanks thanks to everyone tweeting at me uh but like but i'm not like dead this is the beginning of my career i'm gonna troll that ass for years no offense but lean the fuck away oh yeah so then this is uh her stuff that she said today she said no offense but lean the fuck away from me for the next couple of days i need a minute because i know they've probably been tearing her timeline up yeah um she said um oh they did she take these tweets down already oh all right hold on let me log back in but uh she basically said like don't diagnose me i'm not like just uh just a person out here for like i'm an actual human being Mm -hmm. and i said what i meant i actually do not want that job right now i am underqualified but you know i'm putting in my work to to earn that kind of stuff you know and she says, I'm a black woman. I'm, I'm a feminist. I'm so many things. I'm truly honored that people love my work, but I am not yours. Like, you don't get to. Oops, say it, lady. You know, mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like, told them. You don't get to, um, you know, tell me what to do basically with the opportunities that I've earned, you know? Um, so, uh, someone wrote Jessica Williams fires backs at fans who want her to replace John Stewart. Oh, and she said, fires back. Yeah, she retweeted that and said, no, I didn't. Like her. <laughs> yeah like they like everyone's just running with this shit she said no test it was not at fans it was at an article that i found to be condescending and offensive i love time but this was not at fans this is out of context and at and of a much larger issue in feminism um so let's see what else she said something else um honestly i was feeling super shitty because of that article then i read your tweets and they gave me life she said that to carnethia uh she said uh what was the other thing when she was talking to oh here it is she was talking directly to the woman mm-hmm. get him uh she said this is incredibly insulting uh, and the woman tried to say like uh what is her name esther bloom she said uh i'm sorry that was not at all my intention uh which you know 
that's why she wrote that apology at the end i'm sorry mm-hmm. i did not mean to say that she was right mm-hmm. <laughs> and her apology she was got her together real quick that's what she happened. did and her apology was still a little wobbly to me right it was an apology non-apology she said because of my choice you have diagnosed me with something without knowing me at all for the world to see because you have personally decided that i don't know myself as a woman you are saying that i need to lean in are you unaware how insulting that could be for a fully functioning person to hear that her choices are invalid if i wanted my personal choices for myself deemed invalid i go to a misogynist this quite honestly hurt my feelings uh also don't call me a victim how can you call me a victim for making a choice for myself i'm sorry but how is it possible that I know and I love myself enough to admit what I'm not ready for without regard to what other people want me to be? I'm a black woman and I'm a feminist and I'm so many things. I'm truly honored that people love my work, but I'm not yours. My worth is not my job. Mm, she told us, she told everybody. Yeah. And she said, and then she, uh, you know, the woman like, a uh, uh, just, uh, was it bloom. She, she changed the article to that apology at the end. She said, okay. Jessica said, okay, in the ETA, can you please address the words victim and clear symptoms of imposter syndrome, please? She was like, I read it, I paid attention, and you yeah. didn't address this issue. Yeah, so she said, if it was not your intention, please mean your words and handle it like really handle it. Right, like you said, she didn't address no issues. When she yeah, had- and Jessica don't even be messing with nobody. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she mind her but business. I, but I, I like, I like the, everything she did about this. I'm mm-hmm. with it. I think she approached this great. I think yeah. she did a fantastic job at kind of swatting this shit out out of the paint. Like, I love, get out it. Of I here. love it, man. Because like, I think sometimes people can go too far in the name of feminism, where it's like, well, obviously you're a woman, so you're a weak person, and you can't handle anything, so we have to handle it for you. And then sometimes it's like, no. Nah, I got this. Yeah. I, right. like It's like, like I, how I, they do I, the Fifty Shades of Grey thing right now, where it's like, well, obviously it's going to teach people to take abuse for BDSM. It's like, mm-hmm. or some people might just enjoy that movie, walk out of there and say, that's just a movie, nigga. If you ever put your motherfucking hands on me, I cut your throat. You get your, yeah, you get your throat slit. Like, <laughs> right. it doesn't make you like some type of dummy just because you're no. a woman, right. you know? Right. So, I don't and know. I, right. I mean, and I, I think that it just, Anytime you get to thinking what is really best for another woman because she's a woman, I think that is pretty much you're into the realm of that's not feminism anymore. Right. You know what I mean? Like that's sort of the easy ruler by which you can measure these things. If you're just saying, oh, I know better for her because she's a woman and this silly girl doesn't know what she's doing. I think that that is an issue and that's not feminism. That's you doing the same. Like she said, if she wanted to hear that, she could have went to a misogynist for it. Like she doesn't, you know, at the point that you're doing that to women, then you've kind of gone off of the reservation when it comes to feminism, period. Because it's really about making sure women have access to make the best decisions for themselves and you know making those decisions without shame yeah and without right. someone saying you shouldn't be doing that because that, you're, I, you're a woman and i know better Get that, the fuck that, out of here. that article could have been so much better if all she had done was just say talk I, about i that. think jessica williams can do the job even though she doesn't think she can right. and here's and, why and, i think yeah she don't diagnose her don't call her because in a way that's almost complimentary like yeah i don't think i'm ready i matter of fact i know i'm not ready because i actually do the work for a living but i do appreciate you you know having some faith in me that's cool 
I can see that as mm-hmm. more complimentary than being like, no, nah, nigga, you got that mental disorder. It's like, hold up. <laughs> right, right, right. Like, I mean, and, and like, you know, like we said, it may play a part, some role. You yeah. know, there's it may play a part, some role in her maybe thinking she's not as far along as she right. is or whatever the case may be. I can see, I mean, and that's the other but thing. She's so young. Time, who the hell are you to even yeah. like be doing this off of this one decision she's made like you don't know if that's what's going on in her brain and she's so all you have is this one decision go out go away and she's so young let her come to that conclusion herself if that's a thing like maybe she'll be 35 and be like "Mm, i could have done that i just didn't know you know what i mean but that's not something that someone i can't make you believe that anyway so like it just i don't know it it was kind of insulting but i'm glad jessica handled it because it it didn't seem like a pep talk it seemed you more like a she's suffering from this and even though i think she's great she's suffering from this and we need to get her to better like no she's fine and you can still think she's awesome and you can still think that she's qualified even when she doesn't think she is you're entitled to believe that but why are you making this about her having a a disorder of some type that's making her unable to see her own greatness? Maybe she just knows where she is and she's not comfortable with that for whatever reason yet. Like she doesn't want to be on a show for whatever reason. She don't want, she don't want the show. That's it. And obviously if you've been reading about imposter syndrome lately, you gotta, somebody gotta have it. You gotta find that person that's got it. So she was like, I've read two books, nigga. You got it. I Googled it. I just finished reading them two minutes ago and I'm diagnosing your ass. Boom. Um, uh, uh, did you guys know that, um, typhoid fever apparently is coming back? What? Oh Lord. Yeah, right after we talked about it. That, where we read about that lady <laughs> that didn't wash her goddamn hands. Yeah. This disease where you don't wash your motherfucking nasty ass hands. Right. Is coming Lord. back. Coming back yeah some and, motherfuckers ain't washing their goddamn hands in oklahoma they're, they're they're investigating a cluster of typhoid fever cases but where uh, did it go did we like get rid of it with a, like a how did we get rid of typhoid with soap and water like but literally I, wash no, no, your no, hands no, but i mean even still you get rid of it how how are people i know how you get it mm-hmm. but did we like eradicate it with like a vaccine or something uh yeah, typhoid fever vaccination. There's centers uh for it still today. Um, okay, okay. So, so we, we just I mean, ain't we have, no- Yeah, we have a vaccine, but you know, motherfuckers don't believe in that yeah, no more. Yeah, they like mm, fuck a vaccine. Because I think I got, I think I got vaccinated against this. I don't think, I don't think that's a standard vax. Right. I think that's one of the ones like if you're going somewhere, you need to get this shit. Mm. yeah so we must have got rid of it so much with our population like group uh you know that that group immunization type shit that we didn't have to to get the vaccine probably as a regular anymore and then some people was just like i'm not getting it at all um so yeah it's it's back um in oklahoma somewhere else yep it's just spreading yep they 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 they've traced it back to a single family in the county but of course not they don't they're not the only ones who have it at this point uh there isn't any any indication of the risk of transmission or any threat to the the community at this point said a spokesman um for oklahoma state department uh the illness is uncommon in the state and very few people there are ever diagnosed with it uh most cases reported in the country happen when a person is exposed overseas primarily any case of typhoid we see in the united states is a result of international travel to visit a country that is underdeveloped or less stringent sanitary and hygiene standards than we have is either born through food or water consumption around someone who has typhoid bacteria and coming into contact with their feces or something in the food or water mm-hmm. um if you get it it's a high fever headache abdominal pain and loss of appetite 
it can be treated with antibiotics and most people can recover within a few days if treated early without proper treatment uh you can you can die yeah so they said there's a vaccine for typhoid fever which is recommended for people who travel um where it's still common africa asia and latin america mm-hmm. latin america mm-hmm. i know I'm like i know it's a travel thing like i remember i had to get that when i when i left like when i studied abroad i had to get all those shots that montezuma's revenge dog that shit ain't listen <laughs> when you go abroad like you're like oh i'm just going on a fun little trip no nah, no nah. you gotta back. plan this shit out they mm-hmm. gonna give you shots they got <laughs> all type of stuff so that your American ass with your little pussified ass uh, immune system, <laughs> with your little pussified immune system, going to these other places, you got to get got to get prayed up. Where'd you uh? <laughs> where'd you uh? Where'd you study abroad at? I studied abroad in Venezuela. I studied oh. abroad in Venezuela in high school. Um, it was awesome. Is that where um the Jesus? Uh, oh wait, no, that's Brazil. that's Brazil, and I have been there too. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's Rio, which I love. I love Brazil. I, I love Rio. I need to go back as soon as I get some money. I'm going back to Brazil. Are, are, are the women women as pretty as the pornos? Um, listen. <laughs> let me let me tell you a little something about Brazil. Let's talk about Brazil for a second. Brazil is the blackest place you can go without going to Africa, like for real. And people don't know this. You see Brazilians, you're like. Oh, I mean, I think they're beautiful because I'm black. I like black women. You know, like black women to me are gorgeous. So mm-hmm. I'm out there. There is a bunch of black women. You go to Brazil, uh, most of the people there are black, which kind of blows your mind when you get there because you don't think of Brazil that way. Right. Um, I actually met my doppelganger in Brazil. Weird, really, really weird. She looked just like me, except for she had like lighter eyes. Mm. Freaky. Freaky. <laughs> look, look into uh, a mirror. But right, and looking into a mirror. So it's very like I just the the feeling in Brazil, they're so um they're so open and like, you know, you you go to Brazil and everyone's like trying to help you. You know, it, I I will say, you know, there is a lot of crime there too, but I loved my time in Brazil. I was there for about two weeks before like right before Carnival. It was a crazy time and they're they are such a great people. But again, a lot of black folks so they they're beautiful yeah but you know not the way that you kind of see them pasted up you know you think of like adriana lima and you think of what's that uh giselle bunchen you know who they do have a lot of like your newer european blood there like argentina and brazil does but um yeah it's a bunch of beautiful black women hell yeah they're gorgeous dude um, yeah, they are. You know, I only know about Brazil from the porn, and uh they are beautiful down there. That's all um, I know. That's why I asked. Yeah, um, the porn. Yes, but you know, the porn. They, 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 they have some color to them in the porn. Mm-hmm. So you see it, but when you actually get there, you're like, hmm. Especially like certain pockets in Brazil. Like if you're in this place called like Bahia, like that was the biggest slave port there. So it's just mm. black people, like mm-hmm. everywhere, and you get. It's, it kind of takes some getting used to because it's the everybody. It's like you're, you, like I said, it's the blackest place in this hemisphere, like over here. Wow. All right. Let's get into our segments, guys. All right. Y'all ready to do this? Here we go. Yeah. Uh, right the first one, of course, is Ball Alert. Hey. Yeah. 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 Hey, you know I'm 
choices i'm gonna let uh i'm gonna let bella aka adrian let her pick groupie tales i had i had sex with chris brown after the grammys oh lord that's number one that don't sound safe number (laughs) (laughs) number two groupie tales lsu odell beckham made made made, wait gave me that d but never called back Number three, Groupie tells Mario took me back to the hotel and dot, dot, dot. Number four, ballerific relationships, inconsistent men, shame on you by Miller Green. And number five, K. Michelle breaks it off with Bobby Mays, says he's fame hungry, Bobby Mays nudes. Um, and, uh, I'll let you guess from those five. Well, pick from okay, those five. Okay. I think I want number two. Was that the Odell Beckham one? Mm-hmm. Odell let's, Beckham. Let's go with Odell Beckham. Known for that catch. Yes. And also, um, Great hands. I know on Tinder, they, they said, uh, there was a girl whose profile picture was a white chick said, uh, I fucked Odell Beckham as part of her Tinder. <laughs> he looked like he liked him like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, so. White groovy. It says groovy tell LSU's Odell Beckham gave me that D but never called me back. Uh eleven eight, of course she likes to um editorialize on these. She says, I'm only posting this because the person who wants it posted is very persistent and has sent this groovy tail in several times. <laughs> <laughs> several times they are pressed oh my god she was like look i'm gonna put him up put it up. Tell my story right <laughs> like <laughs> the people need this groovy tale in their lives ever heard of odell beckham now keep in mind this is in 2014 february so this is before he was somebody on the national stage becoming a he new york giant pre-groupian yeah, I like her enthusiasm. Right, this like a groupie, <laughs> groupie. like this like a groupie scout. You know what I yes, mean? Oh, groupie scout. She could tell. She's like, look at this forty time. He gonna be some girl. I'm gonna fuck him now. Um, and yeah. ever, she said, ever heard of Odell Beckham? No. Well, he's a wide receiver for LSU, and apparently his penis is so bomb, it makes a girl want to email Ball Alert about it three times. In all serious, <laughs> in all seriousness, check out the groupie tale below. Disclaimer, disclaimer, group details are submitted by our readers. We cannot confirm with 100% accuracy of any story posted. It was this past November during a party we was ha- he was having at club venue in Houston. The club was packed with hopefuls just waiting to see him. Me and my girls were some of the first people to get there, though. 
about an hour after we arrived he walked through the doors with his girlfriend erica mendez yeah she put a whole name in there mm-hmm. it was <laughs> tell your tale girl it was full of chicks in this in his section and really difficult to get him and his girlfriend kept giving us the evil eye so me and my girls just chill for a while towards the end of the end of the night him and the girl and girlfriend had a big argument near the doors and she walked out then he came back inside sat down by me and my girls he was so charming and his voice is amazingly smooth he said that he didn't have interest in my girls and wanted to know if we could chill i already knew what was up then he whispered in my ear about going to the hotel before he started sucking on my neck and starting to damn near run his hands up my dress soon after we left and headed to a nice hotel i tried to have some small talk with him to get to know him but then he cut <laughs> he right mm, there's your sign but then he cut me off mid-sentence well she said mild sentence but i think she meant mid-sentence she cut he cut me off mid-sentence and asked if i was ready to fuck damn she like so uh how you doing where you from he's like trying to fuck mm-hmm. <laughs> yes uh he became oh, he became kind of aggressive and asked me if i was gonna suck his dick so of course i was like hell yes that she put caps lock hell yes <laughs> with an exclamation point she kept it real. She is hey man you she gotta like, i'm not fucking around like i know a girl i know that my fellow um members of ballalert.com i know they frown upon the groupie like behavior like this but I kind of like appreciate somebody knowing, having a goal and knowing what they want. Right. Like she's like, yes, I want to. I've been. Why did you wait so long to ask me what I suck your dick? Of course got, I suck your dick. Got me wasting. <laughs> right. Got me wasting time asking you these dumb ass questions. I just feel like mid sentence she pulled the gum out of her mouth and put it on the back of her hand. You know what I mean? Like she stuck it behind her ear. Yeah. She's like, oh, why? Mm, I didn't even know this was gonna be a, uh, so fast. So she said, so he pulled off his shirt, revealing his sculpted body. Then it, <laughs> then I unbuttoned his pants and bit, and bit down on his underwear with my teeth. Oh he Lord. His dick was just as I had imagined, large and subtle. Subtle. <laughs> large and subtle. I've never heard that. A dick is <laughs> I, I was men, I would never uh, want my dick to I love how women describe a penis. It is, <laughs> it is greatness. She said it's subtle. Not alarming. Like, I won't, you know, I would hope my dick would say like a, uh, a shock down your sister. She was like, nah, it was subtle. It'll sneak up on you, girl. <laughs> Got he, sneaky dick. Yeah, look at that. He look at that. Laying it off. Oh, subtle. <laughs> he, he loved to talk dirty while I was sucking his dick, telling me to spit on it, <laughs> telling me to, to spit on it, and holding my head down damn near had me choking i followed i followed his orders until his dick was nice and hard had to be a good nine ten inches after that he laid me subtle (laughs) right anything but subtle right she's like that's a lot of dick nine to ten a nine to ten inches of sneaky dick all up on you ain't sneaking up on nobody with 10 inches honey they gonna realize that that's in the room yeah she gonna see that after that well maybe it was like maybe it had a mask on it i don't know maybe it was wearing a coat right and pop that shit off like bam bitch i am oh oh now 
I dick see you. trying to blend in to the back. Right. <laughs> right. She said, oh, is this a more control? Wait a minute. Oh, it's your dick. My bad. <laughs> After that, he laid me down on the bed and slowly pulled off my clothing. Then he began running his tongue down my body. He started off in my neck with his soft lips and then made his way down to my breast, taking his time and sucking on them both passionately. He then ran his tongue down my stomach and bite off my panties. She meant probably meant bit. bit. Okay, bit off my panties. For a second, I thought he was going to eat me out. But he just stuck two fingers inside of the box and played with it for a while, feeling good as hell. Yeah, I thought she was like, oh, I want him to reciprocate. She's like, nope. I, I, that's crazy. Why would he, why would oh, he, he eat me that? out after I just have his dick in my mouth? Then he pulled out a condom and put it on, and I put it on him and he threw me back onto the bed and gave me the dog, had me in a doggy style position. It felt so freaking amazing. He kept talking dirty, asking who was my daddy and if I loved that dick. He did, uh, we did other positions. Then he got, then got locked into love making position that I had been wishing for all night. He made love to me like I was a girl that had been, he had been with for years. Uh, okay. Every, <laughs> how can she tell? I don't, right. Like, was he like looking her but in her eyes? Then he ain't call you, sis, so clearly. Right. Yeah. I, I guess eye contact means a lot. You yeah, know. he must have been like telling her his he deepest He gave her secrets. the subtle dick. Yeah, subtle, that's what, that's what it is. subtle get going dick. She didn't even know what was coming. Right. Uh, everything about his body was perfect and his and lips were pure heaven. I wish that I could have had more passionate kissing from him, but I was screaming too much afterwards. I mean, I was screaming too much. Afterwards, I tried to cuddle with him. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. He was not trying to hit that. Afterwards, I tried to cuddle with him, but he rolled over to the other side. He woke up early that, we woke up early that morning to exchange numbers, but he hasn't hit me up since. So then, I guess she took a picture of him while he was sleeping, and she put that shit um in the in the groupie tail. Yeah, she was she like, should have called her back. She probably wouldn't. Have. Yeah, right. She was like, I'm not. Oh, so she said, so we know. Right. She said, no shade to the girl that said this, but you are far too excited to get some D from a college athlete and not get a call back. Relax and let's teach you the ropes here at Baller Alert. Um, I'm gonna tell you something, eleven eight man. I hate to say it, but I feel like old girl was right. She scouted this one out. Mm-hmm. Now he, you know, uh, big time. You know, he a big time dude. She had an eye on him. You know, I know. She 11, was like, "All, I'm sorry to break it to all y'all on this on baller alert, but I fucked him first. That's right. Now I, I can't wait to read the comments because I feel like it's gonna change over time. Because you know, this is before he was famous. So it says, updates on him. This is from Rebecca. Updates on him. He's no longer at LSU. He declared and is a top draft pick projected for the first round. His family is extremely wealthy and his own net worth, his own net worth is already at a million dollars. Well, he's been play, paying his girlfriend's bill for the past three years and bought her a BMW. I want the treatment D. Uh, moving in silence says, laughing my fucking ass off, po tink tink. Ball alert said it must have been trash. Uh, moving the sound says boss get out of my head. Hey Mia says I don't believe this ish for one second. And she spelled it D A N T and one W O N. 
I've read a couple of groupie tale series and I'm beginning to realize the writing style is the same. This could be a girl who frequents LSA ball alert and the likes, or this can be a girl who seriously fantasizes of him and wants him and goes to LSU and sabotaging. So Erica Mendez can read and leave him. Ooh, that's smart. Hmm. Then she goes in for the kill. Regardless, this story is phony. We need more people. Now she put this must be before she posted that picture. Mm-hmm. I never. Like, met- oh, y'all thought I was lying. Right. There it is. Like, mm-hmm. right. Okay, this him sleep. Now what? Formerly known as Ginger says, I never get groupie tales about the people I want to get groupie tales about. I've never heard of this dude, and he is quite handsome though. At Ginger says, Have you searched? There's quite a few on here. Rebecca says, Is that you? Two posts on him, not a coincidence. Hope you are getting paid for the press. Uh, at Ball Alert said, Oh, formerly known as Ginger says, At Ball Alert, yes, I want a group of tell on Meek Mill. Don't judge me. <laughs> 11A says, We she don't have. Who's coming to Philly? Yeah. Meek Mill got a lot of stories around here. Somebody got to get on that log in and tell us the deal. Uh, 11A says, we don't have a group of tell on Meek Mill, but have several stories about a gang girl claiming to be his girlfriend, claiming he bought her bags and cars. LOL. So, if somebody would know, it would be uh, Ball Alert. Mm-hmm. Jocelyn T. <laughs> Owens says, this story sounds like a damn sex novel. Girl, you are pressed, and why are you sucking this man, Jules? He can have whatever. This is story two. This is story was too over the top and belie- unbelievable. I am she says at Ginger me too. I think he would be a good time. Formerly known as Ginger says at 11 I remember that foolishness. LOL. I think she called herself an author or something like that. Or the girl who was, who got the bags from McMill. All right. Keita J says, Rebecca girl, your arm must be tired from that long ass reach because his voice is far from amazingly smooth. You must be related to Chipotle, girl. Oh, no, you didn't. Damn. How you going to bring up Keita? You are tripping. <laughs> Bringing up Chipotle, girl. No. <laughs> Chipotle, girl, can't get a break. Right. Catch a break. Damn. No. I hope she don't log on no more. I, I hope she, yeah. She got to change like her. She Flowers. She just got to take that L and never come back. <laughs> she had to change her username or something. Oh. and Geno Smith's side piece because I don't understand why you played yourself and then attempted to come on ball alert looking for sympathy by the way Odell and his non-existent PR team should have waited until after the draft to start pushing stories of this nature wow so they think he did this, they think he faked this story as part of his PR team oh no 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 why would he fake a story it, like this Right? because it makes him look a little desirable look it, a little I yeah. mean it, it happens all the, I, I guess a little playboy image it happens trust I, me i've been thinking this from day one like who would just fake a story you know like if i was little duvall i would like write a story that i'm the best fucker of all time and shit you know to get some people curious but, but your name is little duvall but i couldn't but he not writing it he got people to write it right and so then, it, can't, okay. it can't look too glowing you know they they be wanting it to have a little right but i couldn't picture like a college athlete like i don't think odell beckham is ever gonna be lacking for some pussy honestly yeah, sure, absolutely not yeah like i couldn't picture him being like and now we need to get some people on ball alert because you guys know <gasps> I, i'm doing bad in the 18 to 25 demographic of groupies um formerly known as ginger says at i am she girl yes her performed at my school last april uh i have been crushing on him ever since he's very handsome in person saint hella says this is the love making position what is the love making position is that what the kids call missionary now he had her choking on the d then took off her clothes slowly then he put her panties off 
girl go find ball alert for adolescents uh a symbol bijou says at saint hella your ass got me in tears right now i can't even stomach this story double d says i want a meek mill story too uh if we can't get one let's get such let's such get together and make one up like have these stories <laughs> number two y'all brought up some of the best crazy chicks ba has to offer y'all know shitty sheets is my fave but the oh that's that girl who said they fucked on that chocolate on the bed right but oh that so they call chipotle shitty sheets too wow but that crazy ass girl that said Meek Mill bought her a car was too funny. Number three, I thought the love making position was the new shit I missed. Uh, LB and Company says, I never heard of him, but he sure is handsome. Miss Callie says, so she got fucked and then kicked to the curb. We're supposed to be in all. Oh, what a shame. Uh, beautiful Brownie says, but he never called the first time. LOL, dang, he's super cute in the second picture. St. Hella comments, always have me in stitches. This did read like a draft version of a novel. I knew it had to be a Becky that wrote it. <laughs> Not a Becky. Then I see Rebecca's update. My thing is her, his girlfriend must be super silly. Giving girls a side eye and then getting into an argument and leave so the vultures can have at him. Second, who hotel did they go to? Did they go back to the hotel with his girlfriend? Third, can we get a picture of the nine or ten inches or will that have to come <laughs> after the draft? Oh Lord. Damn. They so they uh they thirsty now. They was uh they was uh no. they didn't believe her at first, then mm-hmm. she must have posted that picture. Then right. they was like, Oh, okay. Rebecca says at Brownskin, his girlfriend is ex trash that he saved years ago or something and managed to turn into a wannabe model businesswoman. He has to fully support her so she doesn't have any power in her relationship. He makes her live. Uh, I imagine this is how the argument went, never going back to the strip club. And then she put a YouTube video. Um, love hip hop and love hip hop ATL clip that, uh, had Stevie J's, uh, talking about, talking to, um, Jocelyn. Oh, what he said, he sent it to the strip club. I gave you another life. All you do is tell me when I don't do what you say. Oh, I'm gonna send you back to the strip club. You know what you tell me? I gave you your life. Okay, if you gave me my life, if you're gonna take it back every chance you get, I don't need you to give me no life. You say every time you get mad and every time something don't go your way, the first thing you say is I'm gonna send you back to the strip club. You would never send me back to the strip club because I'm not going back. I'm not. Yes, you do. Yes, you do. So she put that clip in there. Uh, Ali in Wonderland said, "Wait, who took the pic of him sleeping?" Rebecca, why are you doing this to yourself, girl? Why? Because y'all don't believe her. Right. Y'all asked for the proof and then got mad and she gave it. Mm-hmm. Wow. What a trap. She said you need more people. She was like, bam. Right. <laughs> That's a trap. Right? That's a trap and a half. Beautiful Brownie says, Becky, did you ever attempt to call him or text him since he has a lady? Empower Woman, a.k.a. Spicy, says, Slice of life, LOL. Why do people want to broadcast to the world they got played? Or is it like someone pointed out, PR team in overdrive? Shelly says she just poured her entire vagina out to y'all and no one <laughs> and no one cares. Y'all started talking about Meek Mill and everybody else laughing my butt off. Y'all got to let it go, ma. He just wanted to fuck. Y'all didn't make love. Y'all fucked. Empower Woman, a.k.a. Spicy said Rebecca slash Becky laugh my ass off. Y'all ain't right. Empower Woman, a.k.a. Spicy said signs you won't get a call back. I'm off today, so I got time to play. I'm glad she was persistent. This post gave me life, LOL. There's a condom in this story, so that's a plus. It is. 
I tried. Like, a lot she, of times they are condomless. Then she took some quotes from the article. I tried to, to have some small talk with him to get to know him, but then he cut me off mid-sentence and asked if I was ready to fuck. Uh, he became kind of aggressive and asked me if I was going to suck his dick. For a second, I thought he was going to eat me out, but he just stuck two fingers inside my box and played with it for a little while. And then she put the, the wagging your finger smiling and said, he has to return the favor. Uh, then got locked in the lovemaker position that I had been wishing for all night. He made love to me like I was this girl he had been with for years. And then I tried to cuddle with him, but he rolled over to the other side. Miss Pretty 92 said, he's a cutie. Gold digging. <laughs> There's a woman named Gold digging on here. She said, girl, by being a she slut. Keeping it real. Right. She's like, I'm not fucking with y'all. And her <laughs> avatar is a picture of Kim Kardashian. A uh, girl by being a slut that got played from an unknown dude is nothing to brag about. You should have t- took this to your grave. He not unknown. Well, he was at the time. Oh, oh okay. Yeah, okay, at the time. Okay. Unknown. Tell me who's already worth a million dollars before signing his contract besides Donnie Manziel. And this is from Rebecca, so she must be the one that fucked him. Mm-hmm. Half of y'all would probably bust it wide open for a broke down little scrappy rapper worth more, no more than 100K. Think smart, ladies. And then, uh, someone posted it, someone posted a gif of my girl K. Michelle when she said, woo, she's shaking the table. <laughs> oh, oh my God. I love y'all. I love all alert. All of them. <laughs> this one, this the best. Allie in Wonderland said, girl, I don't give a fuck if he's Warren Buffett. If you ain't getting nothing from it, not even a coochie lick, then he make, right. then you what he make. Get, you didn't even get the full package. Right. Not only did he not call you back. Right. But you also didn't even get no head. You didn't, girl. He didn't so give you. You ain't have to tell nobody about this. Yeah. Why are you talking about the money he got? He not breaking you off any of it. He ain't even call you, girl. He right. didn't buy you a damn Chipotle burrito. Yeah, he you ain't ex- bought you shit. <laughs> you excited? What difference would it matter if he got a million dollars if he ain't bought you shit? So she said, um, <laughs> uh, I don't. He ain't even use his data to text you, bitch. Like, why? <laughs> right. Uh, he didn't even send a DM or a tweet. Um, right. then what, what he really makes is irrelevant as to why you fucked him. Miss Callie <laughs> says, at Rebecca girl, quit while you ahead. You smashed a dude for bragging rights, which doesn't mean shit. Odell's coins. She me- just said that though. She should have just been like, I fucked him because I wanted to, what I wanted to brag about it. I don't yeah. know. You can respect that. Cause you're being truthful. She but tried to bring that money up. Back, I thought, girl, what in this whole thing gave you the gave you the thought that he was gonna call you back? This whole sexual encounter was a he girl. He ain't gonna call you back, handbook. Yes, Odell's coins mean nothing in your situation because you didn't even get a sniff of it, and hey. all you got was a picture, and it's not even signed. Smirk, that's not thinking smart. <laughs> Damn, not even signed. She shook the table. They said, and then Rebecca posted this, just found out that this girl is only worth a personal 60000 No wonder he is pl- paying that bitch's bill. Sad face. So she in denial. She ain't responding to none of these comments. She just talking about how much money his girl got and he got. Moving in silence says, laugh my ass off. He was paying that bitch all you call her, as you call her, bills, because he cares about her. Unlike you, he talks to her. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. oh my god shots fired <laughs> the best part is nobody would have known it was her she would just shut the fuck up they could have clowned this story and she could have just sat there and left it alone she had to show it was her 
formerly known as ginger says money only matters if he's breaking bread with you obviously the only thing he broke with you was your back so uh yeah in your heart (laughs) (laughs) beautiful brownie says it's okay you'll know better next time hopefully and then she had the two smileys with dollar sign eyes and two smileys with the thumbs up she says but please back down you're going a little too hard for someone who doesn't even like you like that and then put the smiley i would i mean in the beginning it was like you were idolizing his girlfriend because you wanted to be broke off like he is doing for her and now you're just acting like a bitter female who wants her position pretty young thing said didn't meek seriously buy the girl a bentley or something <laughs> like oh fuck this nigga what's we talking about meek i want a meek story like w- like wasn't it on the sidewalk parked in the projects <laughs> and then beautiful brownie says i can't believe meek did that lol she probably rented it for the weekend uh <laughs> trying to prove that she was that she was dating meek mill uh 11a says rebecca sis why are you bragging about how much money he has and how much he gives his girl when you couldn't even get a call back all his money is irrelevant if you didn't even get any you might as well have given up the pussy to a broke dude it's the same exact thing <laughs> And, and you might have got your pussy ate. Mm, he might have called you back. And he right. might have called you back. Mm-hmm. There it is. He probably would have used some of his um anytime minutes or something. Right. Gave, gave you he a got discount. Limited data and still didn't text you, sis. Right. right. Gave you a discount at Rack Room Shoes. Some you so, got something about the deal. Even sign a picture so you could sell that if times got rough. He don't care about you. McKenna Hilton says. <laughs> I mean, McKenna Hilton says, see now, I wasn't going to say anything because we've all made mistakes in the past, but this ish right here irks my soul. Who sucks a stranger's dick unprotected these days? Did this groupie even bother with Overquick before she rushed to the club to slob his alleged $1 million knob? Ew. She a professional. She got... I know. Tricks and shit. What oh, is I, say, I don't even know what or quick is. I don't even know what's that. I don't want to know. Is, is that a mouth condom that you put it on your mouth and it yeah. forms a condom? I'm confused. I guess if you out here sucking these, like. I guess if you sucking random dicks, you right. need some protection. I guess that's what, what it comes down to nowadays. Throw some hand sanitizer in your mouth or something. I don't know. <laughs> kill some, bacteria. No, you know, brown listerine kill everything. Everything. Get some brown listerine. You be alright. She put, <laughs> ew. Ew, tongue face out, smiley. Then he was working his way towards reciprocating, but suddenly decided to finger a girl instead. That's cold for her pussy isn't the freshest, but I need to get her going while I'm still hard. Points to him for being considerate of his partner and then laughing on the ground, smiley. Then comes the icing on the tragic yawn of the groupie tail cake. Afterwards, I tried to cuddle with him, but he rolled over to the other side. He woke up early that morning and exchanged numbers, but he hasn't hit me up since. And then she- no, he ain't even saved that number. He was faking the funk yeah did she put that number was real then she put the nerd smiley that has glasses on and then it it adjusts his glasses with his hand and it says girl your pussy was trash plain and simple (laughs) he gave the google chat number that's what happened damn texting google chat she called that girl pussy trash man then when he rolled over that was your cue to leave since you already knew what was up and then you know why you here she put a smiley pointing to the time on his hand like look what time it is (laughs) Yeah, you clearly didn't take, yeah, you clearly didn't take the hint because you hung out in the wet spot all night until he <laughs> took pity on you and exchanged numbers knowing full well he wasn't giving your fatal attraction behind a GV burner. 
uh number behind sending you home who cares if you're if you were screaming you should have focused on making him scream that's why he didn't cuddle with you why he's never going to call you and probably why erica was has your spot while you're left eye spying with a wet ass and an empty purse speaking of eric speaking of erica's 66 black lady shit you got a wet ass and an empty purse what speaking of speaking of erica 60k a bmw a spot all her bills paid shopping travel personal maintenance covered and nsa seed money for businesses seems like she's in the winner's circle to me meanwhile (laughs) meanwhile you hustle backwards so now you're hating from the outside the club when you can't even get a round two booty call in which i which I, which is probably why I had to read this trash. You were so pressed to post here at every other site because I know you were hoping he would read the story and contact you to either A, get you to remove it or B, jog his memory a bit. I see you, boo. You get an A for effort though. And then it's a smiley face blowing uh, a kazoo or, or not a kazoo, that, that party celebration thing where it unwraps. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, hashtag sorry it was too long, y'all, but I'm in my cups. And I needed, and it needed to be said. Oh, Lord. Rebecca then posted, am I the only one who thinks Erica isn't really cute and Odell could do so much better? They don't even look right when you put them side by side. And it's a picture. Oh, so she's just coming in cute and being everything they got she, to say. She's like, bitches, I don't care what y'all got to say. She pretending like she don't see this. Oh, she don't. She it, don't like, in a way, it's kind of good. Like, she just like, mm She's like, I ain't worried about y'all. Stick to my message. I don't like this bitch, and I want her man. Y'all can <laughs> right. talk she about my pussy if y'all want. Like her focus. She is focused. Yeah. Like a laser. Now, if she would have focused and realized that he wasn't going to ask back, we right. wouldn't have had this. When I had no she, need to even write this. Mm, wouldn't need to write the story. Empowered Woman, a.k.a. Spicy, says, hmm, me thinks someone is toying with us, since you want to, uh, Rebecca won't respond. Rebecca says, you people are all talking, but would have jumped at the chance in person. You can lie to yourselves if you want. Uh, us white girls do it better and we ride for our men, so he needs to get his mind right. <laughs> oh, that don't make it mad. I picked a good story. Oh, this is a good pick. That don't make it mad. Dog, this is like, if that happened in real life, I would close my piano and leave like color purple. <laughs> what? Oh my god. Oh, gotta go. If this happened on Twitter, I'd be like, I'm gonna go ahead and log off. McKenna responded at Spice, this girl is cray. At the <laughs> <I'll>, at <laughs> <the> <laughs> post like they talk about her like she not there. Hey, because she was acting like they not there, so they gonna talk about her like she not there. She's like, bitch, you ain't even answering us, but you gotta talk about cause white women do it better. Oh bitch. Mm-hmm. It's about to go down. After I posted last night, I Google Odell Beckham and Erica Mendez for shits and giggles. Literally dozens of articles. This story, Yahoo asked, LSA threads, websites, and itch popped up and they all started around January eighth or so of this year. Child Odell then gave some fatal attraction Persian according to her lsa post uh single white female the d and she and she's been on his ass ever since <laughs> and it's she posted a smiley and the smiley is doing like with his lips <laughs> and it, and the eyes is circling around like crazy oh. it's like, i legit think old girl is off her rocker after seeing all that she has like five usernames on lipstick alley that's lsa Use oh. use all the same pics that Rebecca Rowe posted, quotes the same info as all the other posters online, and has been pressed to expose Erica for being a broke, saved ex-stripper hoe who's sleeping with Trey Songs while living off Odell, but maybe I'm wrong. 
Oh, sound like somebody been paying attention. Rebecca then repost in all caps with three exclamation points. All of you wish you had that one night. And she gonna stick to her story. This bitch a stalker. She's sticking yes. to her story. Oh, this scary. I know Odell, Odell. Listen, either she's really crazy for real, and he or Odell put the fucking dick. He laid that shit down. Right. That's what happened. Oh man, it's like can't that, be slinging the good dick. Just you can't, you can't just be giving it out to everybody. Nope. People crazy. Girls can't give out the good shit. The right. Guys can't give out the good shit. You got to got Lose to hold your something damn. back. Lose your mind. People out here is crazy. Allie in Wonderland said, I don't know if this is a joke or what. Rebecca, post your picture, please, because I feel we're getting catfish. Mama Dragon Slayer Puss finally comes in. Oh. No. Bomb, bomb Mommy, is that, is this you? Have you been giving up head in the backwoods of LA again? Oh. I guess that's another story we haven't gotten into. 11-8 says, McKenna got her right together. I have been, I have nothing else to say. This is Chipotle Girl 2014. Oh. Second in, that's 11-8. That's, if she know if it's Chipotle girl, she be level. knowing. She know if it's that level. She put the story out there. And then the last comments. This is a joke. LOL. Becky's giving Becky to randoms. That's new. What's new? Moving on. A power woman, aka Spicy, said, "Laugh my ass off." I forgot about bomb mommy. Uh, Rebecca Rowe posted a, a gift of Mama June saying, "I'm sweating like a whore in church." Oh Lord. Uh, Brittany says. Shaking my head, how you not gonna get your coochie ate? <laughs> uh, Miss Pretty92 said, this shit is too funny and small ass world just posted like the circle dash circle that looked like the big eyes. Like, what? Okay, now what we gonna say? Uh, I think what we're we gonna say, now. we're gonna say, um, you know what? She might have played herself. Okay. But damn, she has an eye for talent. She a good scout. That nigga. Oh, they probably won't let me say nigga. I put a star in there. That nigga is good as hell at some football. Whole scout success. (laughs) I, I need her to let us know who she's fucking in the draft right now. So I can get my fantasy team so, together. Yup. So for I next year. Can get my fantasy team yes. together for next year. <laughs> there we go. Cause if I would have had Odell, I, I know some shit. I wish I had read this shit a year ago. Yeah, I could have listen. I could have drafted him. Damn, I needed him too. I ain't winning but one league this year. Anyway. Fast up, bitch. You a fast up, bitch. You a fast up, bitch. I need a fast up, bitch. I need a fast up, bitch. I need a fast up, bitch. I want a fast up, bitch. It's your boy, yo, got it. I do grade A shit. I'm the realest nigga walking and just a remix. And I'm still for a five-star chick. When I catch her, I'm a blessing with some five-star dick. That's what got Odell hemmed up. Five star dick. You can't be giving out mm-hmm. the five star dick. Out here trying to try to <laughs> be fast. The five star dick at home. <laughs> All right, man. Let's get to uh, <laughs> it's a guess the race. Uh, where's my guess the race music? Um, come on, come on, come on. Here we go. Nope, that's not it. Uh, this is it. Now that is time for some guess the race. That's right, it's guess the race time. Now that it's time for 
for some guest arrays. That's right, it's guest arrays time. That's right, it's time for Guess the Race. The number one game show going across all the podcast land where we read and play news articles from all over the globe. And we ask our contestants today, Adrian, a.k.a. Bella, to guess the race. And the chat room plays along in their races. All right. Here's I like a, the chat room. They are. Yeah, good. They are good. Police make 30 arrests for food stamp fraud in North County. This happened in Bristol, New York. More than 30 people have been nabbed for food stamp fraud in North County. Investigators say over the past couple of months, people use their food stamps to get food. Wait, what state was this? New York. Okay. They use their food stamp to get food or alcohol at the Old Time Butcher Block store in Bristol. Police also say it's not the first time that the owner of the store, Dennis Schwab, has been charged with allowing such fraud. Police say more arrests are expected guess the race of all 30 of the food stamp uh fraud people they is white they white all they're right. white bella <laughs> is going with white let's check the chat room and see what they believe the food stamp fraud people are uh, take the time chat room me no rush all right white like most welfare recipients ironic conservatives white ironic oh, uh white collar crimes haha ha, actually know this one white as the year as this year's oscar race fuck it white free cheese white me too gotta rescue myself says black rob i'll recuse myself okay so he already know the answer all right cool the correct answer is let's see whiter than ball alert what ball alert ain't white just that one whiter than that baller alert oh yes it was white. <laughs> that was a white ass ball alert mm-hmm. whiter than the ebt cars the correct answer is everybody got it wait food stamp fraud they also about to be on the the shea butter game like michael moore and the rap grammys yeah. <laughs> the correct answer is white <laughs> um yeah here's a picture of them um all 30 of them and they all white oh wait shit i did i saw this i saw yeah it's all right i just thought that was we knew they was gonna be white i think that one in the corner in the top left hand might be slightly hispanic Mm. right the one with the red she got a little bit of color to her yeah the rest of them no you know what i like to round up i'm gonna say 29 and a half white that's white enough for me that's touche you get the answer. It's yours. Plus, I mean, that's not what everybody was expecting when they heard food stamp fraud. Cause people are racist. Um, <laughs> all right. Here is another one. Um, a man masturbates and ejaculates onto the back of a woman at St. Kilda Festival. Oh my. That's right. Street harassment to the next level. Right. He came ready to come. <laughs> yeah. He <For> what? <laughs> <laughs> A young woman who was ejaculated onto by a stranger at the St. Kilda Festival has spoken of her anger towards men following the incident and her fears of future attacks on women. Well, here's my question. Is it flattering in any way that you could just make a dude come from looking at you? Because, I mean, that's like a, you know, that's like even better than ball alert you know mm-hmm. that's not flattering at all especially unwanted that's right we were looking like Mm-mm. now if i wanted this activity cool but just because you walk around yeah. like a machine gun with safety off True. that's not that's not appealing to me yeah i don't even I don't know what the know. 
I don't even know what the equivalent of this would. It would be like if a woman walked up to you and just like rubbed her leg on you or something. I don't know. No, if and she it's like, still not the same. Oh, no, if no, she like took, unless her unless her leg squirts, yeah, uh, some type of sexual juices, then no. Yeah, it would. It would be <laughs> it's like not really any equivalent. It would I mean, be like if she a guy. That's just gross. How you just nutting on people? You can't like just she, nut on strangers. Anybody ask for that? Oh, nobody. Anybody here for that? Like right. if she like jilled off and then she like walked over to you and like rubbed it on the side of your face. Like that'd be the equivalent oh, for a dude. Right. And y'all right? That's not flattering. I'd be like, get your nasty juices off of me. I don't know where you been. Right. That's true. That's how you get typhoid or something. <laughs> Right. right exactly right that's the right the victim identified as emma 20 said she believed the incident could have been more serious i'm pretty happy that it isn't worse pretty angry and pretty angry towards men she said it's a bit trauma and then some white dude came in and said not all men and then she said shut up right it's a bit, <laughs> it's a bit traumatizing i just want to catch him so that nothing like that can happen to someone else or something worse because i feel like it could have been a lot worse in a less public setting Emma was near the main stage watching the fundamentals at 8.20 p.m. on Saturday, February 7th, when the man masturbated onto her back. He then oh. walked calmly into the crowd and disappeared. Oh, shit. Oh, he, white. he white. And yeah. her name, Emma, she white, too. How could it? Oh, shit. He just walked away. Right. Like, now, what kind of music? Like he wasn't just walking away like that. Now, do y'all want to hear what kind of music the Thundermentals make? It's called the Thundermentals. They white. Okay, go ahead. All right. (laughs) Here's that music. That's what the fundamentals sound like. Um, <clears throat> so then he walked calmly into the crowd and disappeared. Like a thief in the night. I know. How good was the orgasm? He was able to just walk it off. I don't know. You know what? I guarantee you this ain't the first time he done it because he did it so oh, discreetly. He, right. Quiet. He hasn't. He, he done did this all the time. He be nutting on, he be nutting on people back all the time. Right. I bet you if you look up, they're going to have a whole bunch of reports of bitches getting nutted on for no reason. Right. I bet you some women probably was like, what the fuck is that? And didn't even pay no attention. Emma said she was aware that the man was a little too close before the incident, but that in the mayhem of the mosh pit, it was hard to tell what he was doing. He was just up against me. A lot, a lot of people were all really close to each other, but it made me feel uncomfortable. Everyone was jumping up and down on the ground along with the music. Nothing on you. So it was hard to tell if he was sort of going along with it or sort of doing something else. Yeah, I just felt something on me and turned around and saw his, his, him doing up his fly. Uh, direct detective senior constable Karen Wood from the Moravian sexual offenses <laughs> and child abuse uh, investigation team. What a name! Yeah, sound like right, he, Karen Wood. Sound like he was carrying Wood. Right, <laughs> investigate the dude who mm-hmm. said the Wood. public 
yeah i uh, said the public nature of the attack was a particular concern for the police 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 chief seymour cummings said it was oh, these names i, nope. just, I, nope. I made that one up i, I was about to say no nope, nope. <laughs> i was about to say these names this is just too much who wrote this uh bang yeah. bust uh <laughs> the uh the band member mo G said it was a mosh pit <laughs> no it, it was a mosh pit and there were thousands of people around it obviously concerning behavior for police it was very disturbing in such a public place to have the courage to do that and want to do that emma was so shocked by the attack she did not say anything to the man before he disappeared i mean i can get that because it's such an unexpected thing what do you how would you even know what happened like it would take me a minute to believe it right like jiggle you be like did this did he just yes it's not yeah like you know you like rub it off your back then you gonna smell it and you know it's slick you gotta like see how viscous it is i'm sure it's thing because anybody that's nothing on people ain't eating good i know he's not eating right i'm sure it's can't be then she probably like did like cocaine and like touched it on her tongue a little bit it's like oh it's semen yeah, I'm, pr- I'm pretty sure he was eating all the red meat so it stinked right she probably tasted it it was like uh semen from a vegan uh twiggy he has about a 720 credit score <laughs> uh he's driving a he's driving a maserati we can find him <laughs> uh <laughs> sperm tastes expensive right i can tell uh he likes jasmine <laughs> it was, get out of here it was very dispa- disturbing in such a public place they had the courage to do that and want to do that emma said she was shocked so she didn't say anything she had immediately removed her top in the middle of the mosh pit handing her wallet and phone to a woman standing behind her before her sister came to her aid so i guess she took off her top because it had sperm on it emma said although she was left without a scratch Oh, say again. I'm so grossed out. I'm sorry. Oh, it's okay. It's, 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 right. I'm grossed out too. This is just, I, it's my job and I'm a professional. I'm going to finish this. Ema said, although she was left without a scratch, she would be scarred by the incident. It was really gross, pretty disgusting. He must be sick in the head to do something like that. Her clothes will be forensically analyzed. Detectives want to speak to a woman who held the victim's wallet while she changed her clothes. Investigators have also released a computer generated image of the suspect. Uh, guess the race. And they don't have a name, just the, the, from the actions and the music they and all that. White. White. All right, let's she check the chat room and see what up. they believe. White, like, oh, wait, what'd you say, Karen? Oh, so it did pop up. Okay. All right. Oh, no, no, no. Oh, you're right. That's an older one. Yeah, I don't know where. Let me let me see if it'll work for me. Guess the race. Oh, maybe the chat room stop updating. I don't know. Should I Can refresh? I just tell y'all though that like if somebody nuts on me, I'm killing every nigga in there like Riley Cooper. Like that is some bullshit. <laughs> like, listen, somebody just ejaculates on you and walks away, dude. I'm tearing that whole shit down. She's way too calm. Even the way this is whole writing thing is just too calm. Yeah, I I don't know, man. That's I would have been snapping out. Like, okay, I'm gonna go out. Karen, I'm gonna refresh my screen because uh, the chat room's not updating for me either. It didn't update for me neither. Okay, all right, cool. So hopefully, Spreecast isn't having issues. If they are, then we'll just end this joint. We've been on here long enough, but uh, we'll see what happens because sometimes Spreecast will go down and have an issue in the middle of the damn show, and we have to deal with this shit. Um, matter of fact, let me pause this recording too. 
all right we're back got it working again spreecast just went down for a second uh back to these guest of race answers though uh may have missed some let's see whiter than mitt romney at the soul train awards white white is that skeet says lauren oh assassin creed white white excuse me sir what are you doing behind me who me nothing says man (laughs) (laughs) does that's a good one does a superman (laughs) dance and walks off white he tried to superman that hoe but left his sheet at home white disgusting crime so white well everybody you are all wrong you're all wrong you all missed it he was an indian man oh yes okay that was a sleeper question i will put his composite sketch on him that's what he looked like according to her he looked like somebody that's gonna nut on your back you should have (laughs) knew Oh. He got one of them nut on your back faces. <laughs> he got he got one of them. I'm a creepster, right? Yes. Even in the damn composite, that's how you know mm-hmm. he was a creepster from way back. Uh, let's go to Boise, Idaho. A Boise woman is facing felony charges after police say she attacked a Jewish acquaintance, stomping on the woman's neck as part of a bizarre bid to convert her to Christianity. Oh, what? Margar- Marguerite Don Harragan or Harrigan. 58 has been charged with two counts of malicious harassment and an attack police labeled as a hate crime that was a friend too uh prosecutors say the incident started when she showed up at the victim's home it's not clear how the two women know each other the defendant was banging on the front window yelling at her that she better believe in jesus and she was not gonna leave until she did believe in jesus uh ada county prosecutor dave roschek said he said the victim identified in the court only as AG opened the door to tell Harrigan to leave and to write down her license plate number. That's when the suspect slapped her in the face. Oh, you're going to get this Jesus. And dragged her to the ground by her hair. Oh, it got serious up in here quickly. This is that's, this escalated very fast. That's that's what happened when you call Cookie a bitch. The defendant, <laughs> yeah. the defendant began kicking the victim in the stomach and thigh area. During this time, the defendant was screaming at the victim that she better accept Jesus and she would not let up. Prosecutors Ooh. say Harrigan stepped out in the, on the OG, AG's neck as she lay on the ground, pressing down her foot and pulling up the woman's head and hair. Eventually, the woman said she would become a Christian in an attempt to placate her attacker. And then that's when Harrigan let go. But according to court documents, she returned to the victim's home two days later, carving death Ben Bond. Yeah, and she tied She she carved death Ben Bond, B I N B O N D onto her mailbox and cut up her mail. What does death Ben Bond mean? Hell if I know. What wait is death Ben Bind? No B O N D. Death Ben Bond. I don't. I don't even know what the fuck. What does that mean? Um. I, I just googled the phrase and nothing came up bin nothing. laden dr bill Laden, bill bonds bind i don't know and bond death bin bond uh okay so, I, I, you know what this is what i get for trying to understand crazy yeah you know I what i mean i don't know what the fuck i'm thinking 
uh so she because then why did she cut up the mail right i mean she crazy that's why right <laughs> <laughs> harrigan was arrested wednesday night on a felony warrant she told the judge she did not understand what she was being charged with she did not want a what? public defender and she would not hire her own lawyer i am a sworn in deputy of ada county and i also give my oath that what i say is legal and binding she told judge john hawley oh. there is no record of harrigan working as a deputy or any in ada county or any surrounding counties uh they said all the all all they said the, all of them said the woman had no affiliation with that county or sheriff's office um they gave her the public offender anyway and she said uh, and they said these are serious charges you really need to do need an attorney to assist you she asked the judge to set a high bond and order harrigan to stay away from the victim uh said the defense attorney the state is concerned for the safety of the victim and if this bond is lowered especially the defendant was able to make bond holly agreed set it at a hundred thousand dollars issued a no contact off uh, order barring harrigan from talking to ag or going near her uh if convicted for malicious harassment harrigan could face up to five years in prison on each count uh here in the set february 26th guess the race of marguerite don harrigan i gotta go with white all right because she that was some real white woman yeah you gonna by hook or by crook yeah and that happened in boise idaho like right ain't no black people there yeah i can see that all right i'll see your reasoning let's see what the chat room's reasoning is though white she got mad when obama said christians got violent like they're muslims so that's why one who spent their entire tax return on rims hennessy and newport says black ass rob she who's she's so delusional she thought she was on wwe white white black like that bible cover and she got bail <laughs> after like choking somebody and stepping on their neck well a hundred thousand dollars bail she ain't never going nowhere uh mm. brian p says and you shall know that thy name is the lord white i don't understand i'm white you can't do this to me and she t- <laughs> she told jessica williams she she knows white oh whiter than fresco uh, the fresh crisco the correct answer is and bella you got it she is a white nice. lady you got that one yeah, she looks crazy let me play my claps and then i'll put her picture in the chat everybody yep don't tell me what god can't do <laughs> no seriously don't tell me because i will fuck you up that's for Black Rock. That woman does not play that shit. And you know what's funny is, um, if you whooping my ass, I believe what you believe. Well, while while you whooping my ass, like it's like right. to make that whooping stop. Girl, praise him. Right. Uh, what what are we doing? What are you what you want? Jehovah, Jesus, Scientology, aliens? I I got you, bro. Just get your hand off of me um and then of course the bonus round (laughs) double the points and the race double the points and the race that's right double the points double the race and that's the race so far bella is two out of three going into the bonus round but everything's worth double the points are you getting nervous yes all right pressure nervous as a, a woman showing up to your house talking about you gonna believe in some jesus today yes 
I don't get nervous at that. They knock on my door all the time. <laughs> Dog, I just love how you know it went from like the Jewish lady being like, I'm about to call the police on your ass. You annoying. No, you not. Right. <laughs> yeah, like, oh, hold up, hold up. Are you serious? Yes, I believe. Jesus I believe. <laughs> I've been saved. I've been I've been healed. It's like, now get up and show me that you healed by walking. But you just whooped my ass. I can't. Get up. Okay, I can it get up. Matter. I'm doing it. I'm doing it. Look. Then came back. Uh, a grandmother left her granddaughter in a freezing car while she gambled. Oh. Renee Osby, 56, reportedly left her granddaughter in the parking lot at the security guards at New York Resort's World Casino told her she couldn't bring the five-year-old inside. A 56-year-old grandmother was arrested Saturday after she reportedly told the the five-year-old granddaughter, uh, left her five-year-old granddaughter in a car in below freezing temperatures while she gambled at a New York casino. Renee Osby allegedly tried to bring her granddaughter Jordan into the Resort World Casino, New York City, in Queens earlier that day, but was denied when security told her that children were not allowed inside. Security guards became suspicious when Osby returned without the child. Oh. Oh, be right back. Be right back. Oh, well, I had no idea. Well, you know what? Let me just send her. I I will be, you know what? Uh, This is a bad time. I'll be back. I wonder if she came back with like her coat reversed inside out. She came back two minutes later. Like like G. They was like, uh, ma'am, didn't you have a woman? Oh, no, that was a different old black lady. Oh, damn it. I I just fucked up that story. I knew it was a black lady. Oh, anyway. (laughs) I didn't didn't fuck it up this time. Yeah, that was on me. That was on me. All right, well, we won't count like that. like old black lady. I'm going to go play my numbers, child. I'm going to go play these slots. You sit right here, baby. I'll <laughs> <Yeah>. be back. <laughs> Grandma got some numbers. Yeah. Grandmama got some numbers she going to play. The Lord gave me these numbers. I got to go play. I do to argue with the Lord, baby. I'm going to be back. <laughs> Everybody was going to get it right, though, because they was always going to bet on black. Um, oh. <laughs> all right, we'll try. All right, let's do a different one. This is totally my mistake. Uh, let's see. How about... Here's one. Um, a Michigan man faces jailed over child support, even though DNA tests prove he is not the father. How is this possible? This is a black man, and this is the black man's worst nightmare. <laughs> Wild and unbelievable stories here in Detroit. This is one of them. This is one of them. Imagine being told to pay child support for a kid that is not yours or go to jail. That was the order the state handed down to a Detroit man. So today he turned himself in, but here's what happened when 7 Action News reporter Kim Russell went with him to court. Carnell Alexander walked into the Frank Murphy Hall of Justice knowing in moments he could lose his freedom. I stayed up all night, couldn't sleep, thinking about it. Carnell is a wanted man because he refuses to do what the state orders and pay child support for a child that DNA tests prove isn't his. A child he doesn't even know. I haven't even had a chance to really speak to him except for one time when we took the DNA test. Nonetheless, right now, under the law, he's a deadbeat dad. Today, he turned himself into the judge's order. Scared because I've been before this judge before. But this time, he had attorney Cherica Harris, who volunteered to help after seeing his story on 7 Action News. The judge said he will not go to jail for today. Thank you. Thank Ms. Harris. And hope that we can resolve this soon. I'm just trying to help him with his future. Though the threat of jail is on hold, it is not over. Carnell Alexander still owes more than $30,000 to the state for a child that's not his because the mom wrote his name down because she needed to name someone 
in order to get welfare benefits. And I had to put him down as the father. That was the only way I can get the system. Now, my mom was homeless. My mom was in jail. I'm out of work. My money is being threatened to be taken. Carnell isn't just worried about how this is impacting him. He says the law needs to be changed. So when this happens, as it often does, other men don't become dad by default. We can be defaulted into being a father of a child that is not ours. I don't understand that law, but it, it is a law in place. In Detroit, Kim Russell, 7 Action News. Yeah, you would think that mother would have to pay that money back instead of him. He's not the father's child. All right. That's the race of Carnell Alexander. Oh, he is black as shit. All right. Let's check the chat room and see what they believe. Jail would have solved your homeless problems, black man who probably has other kids he's not paying for oh, anyway. Damn. Oh, damn. Damn, Joe Faisley. Say he's not paying for his other kids anyway. Uh, HC says it's sad he's also on death row now for unsolved murder he did commit. <laughs> <laughs> damn. Gourmet Gobbler says, uh, I mean, Goober says black, uh, quite simply. All right, um, uh, see, one who uses this story as justification for why they don't take care of kids they do have, <laughs> says Aww. Black Rock. Oh my God. Oh, Black says recognize taste. Um, and it looks like that's it so far. I guess you guys are moving a little slow today. The correct answer is. Oh, wait. May Fox News, you know he's black. The correct answer is black. Everyone got that one. That's me... awful, though. Yeah, that that is awful. And, and, and the thing about it is once I prove this, I need to be taken off. Like, And she frauded the system. So yeah, but also the system is so fucked up. That's fucked up. Like, oh, in order for us to to help you feed these kids that we're gonna make sure you have because we really don't want no abortions or nothing. Mm -hmm. So after we do that, you got to tell us who the daddy is and or they gonna starve. Like, who wouldn't? You know what yeah, I'm saying? Like, yeah. you put her back against the wall. She named him. Now his back against the wall. It's like really, really. Yeah. But I mean. There's some. There's probably some more to this. Like, he might have been claiming that baby on some taxes or something. They like, oh no, nigga, you did something with this baby. Something yeah. happened. Because if not, then it's a fraud thing, and he can go to court for that. But if that's not what they're arguing, then there's some more to this story. Yeah. There's a, there's another side here. Like, cause she named him, but did he sign the birth certificate? Did you know? Once they, once she names him for welfare, they will swab you. Like welfare will swab you to make sure it, you the right guy if mm -hmm. you come up in in a in a case like that. They'll yeah. swab you. I guess so. Saying. If he ain't get swabbed before and he was saying it wasn't his it wasn't his kid and he waited until he was years and years later, then they got something on him for that. It's something else here. Yeah. I know how this works. It's something else here. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I don't even know much about the system like that. I, I still think, but it's, uh, I just feel like for every dude like that, there's always like somebody a bunch of niggas that don't, a bunch of niggas that don't take care of their kids. Right? <laughs> like, so they was like, see, they, yeah. So the default is fuck everybody, and if you are if you fall into the I'm a good person or this ain't my child, you're gonna have to fight us because too many people we have to go get. So that nope. ain't mine. 
and then right. you come back and all of them babies is yours. You got right. 50 babies out there, 50 girls that said you, you they baby daddy, right. you baby daddy on 48 out of 50. And but that, it's the two that you like, ah, that ain't my baby. Exactly. But you got other babies. All right, last story. A Florida man was taken into custody on Thursday while standing in front of the Boynton Beach Police Department headquarters and requesting oh. a gun. Wait, did we already read this? Mm-hmm. Requesting? Oh, no. We have read this one. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, that was my boy. The one that called that woman a juicy pussy cracker bitch. <laughs> uh, all right. Let's see. Maybe we'll do this one instead. All right. A veteran was slammed with a nasty note for parking in a reserve spot. Wilmington, North Carolina, with Mary Claire Kane, walked outside after finishing her routine grocery trip to Harris Teeter Friday. She couldn't believe what she found plastered on the front window of her car. As a veteran of the Air Force who served in Kuwait and on the flight line of the F-117 Nighthawk, Kane felt proud to park in the reserve veteran parking spaces at the grocery store chain when she did, when she did her shopping. Her two kids were always excited whenever one of the spots was open, and no one had ever questioned her qualification for it until now. Just as she finished unloading the groceries from the car, she noticed a note taped to the passenger window written in the Sharpie. It read, Maybe you can't read the sign you parked in front of. This space is reserved for those who fought for America, not you. Thanks, wounded vet. Kane's heart sank. The first thing I felt was confusion that there was a mistake and that I had to talk to this person and ask them why they were so quick to assume I wasn't a veteran and that I was taking privileges that didn't belong to me, said Kane, about the hurt that she felt as she peeled the note off the window, tempted to crumple it up and throw it in the trash. For a split second, I thought, am I a worthy enough veteran to park in this spot? And then I got very angry at myself for even considering that. Kane said she waited by her car for a few minutes, hoping the notes author would emerge from the sliding doors of the grocery store to talk to her, but no one came. Kane speculated that because she was a woman whose car done real estate agent information on the back instead of an armed services bumper sticker, the note author, the notes author drew a hurtful conclusion about her. I think they took one look at me when I got out of my car and saw that I was a woman and assumed I wasn't a veteran and assumed I hadn't served my country. They have this image of what today's American veteran is. And honestly, if you served in the United States military, you know that veterans come in all shapes and sizes. I question whether the person who left the note was fully aware of that. Kane knows the likelihood of ever finding out who it was that was behind the note, uh, who quickly judged her appearance is slim to none. But she hopes her experience will teach a lesson to others who may have wondered the same thing about a female veteran or any veteran that didn't fit the stereotypical image that lives in their head. I want them to know they owe me and every other female service member who's fighting now and who's fought in the past an apology for jumping to conclusions. Kane said passionately, it's true what the soldiers missing in action slogan is. All gave some and some gave all. And I think that's very important that sacrifice is sacrifice. And I earned the title as a veteran. I'm proud of that. Guess the race of uh, Mary Claire Kane. She white. All right, let's check the chat room and see what they believe. Brian Williams' sister. Oh. <laughs> oh, man. If y'all knew how many times I parked in those spaces, like, say something. White. Impossible white woman. She thinks she people care about this. White. Hey, look, if you beat all the Call of Duties in Battlefield, I think you should be able to park there. That's all I'm saying. A woman who had to wear a wig to meet oh. Army hair requirements. Black. <laughs> Why'd she put it in? 
<laughs> oh, okay, I get it. Oh, yeah, yeah, black. Uh, everyone knows the real veterans are white, not a colored person black. The correct answer actually is white. White. Because, you know, you want to know how I knew she was white? How you know? If she was black, she would have mentioned that. She'd be like, because right. as a black woman, mm-hmm. I don't appreciate how they just thought I wasn't going to be a veteran. I like she how you thought. I like how you think. That's exactly what I was thinking that. too. She would have definitely. It sounded been like right. a white woman to me. Mm-hmm. I agree. How dare they judge me? And of course, some people guess black. <laughs> a little blue for y'all, just a little blue, because I like that y'all yeah. think black people could be veterans. And the, <laughs> and the thing about it was so fucked up. Of course, they weren't gonna let their face be known because they just assumed it was right, and they were assholes for doing it in the first place. Yeah, right. yeah, they're a coward hiding behind right. that bullshit. Um. Cause if you really wanna, if you really bought that life, you'll say something when you see me get out my motherfucking car. We can just right. have it out. Right, you could ask me for my ID. If you right. Oh, funky about it, bitch. Mm-hmm. Uh, hopefully they never do that to me, cause I'm just gonna get back in my car and move. But oh, I'm gonna be like, bad. my mama served. Yeah, I'm gonna pretend. I'm gonna be like, oh shit, that's what they say. I can't read, bro. See, but I ain't even pretending. I come from. I'm gonna be like, listen, I'm military by by association. Ha. <laughs> I'm my mama say, served. That's what I'm about to say. You, I'm about to say, Roger, dad, you really my, are. My, my, my nephew is serving now. His daddy served. Yeah, Jeez. but I'm going to get real black on him and be like, every day in America, I have to get up and fight the militarization against my people. Pe- yes. Let's see what they do. They might fuck around, shoot me, and get away with it. Anyway. <laughs> Um, last, aggressive. Last. You know how those, you know how those black men do. Yeah, he was breathing. I had to put him down. Uh, last story, of yeah. course. Sword ratchetness. Love sword ratchetness. Oh, watch out. Oh, damn. You did. Uh, a machete wielding Idaho man tears through his neighbor's door before being shot. Oh, that's right. Sword ratchetness in the form of machete. Newly released video. Oh, that video of this bullshit. <laughs> wow. Let me put this in the chat. Oh, then. I don't want to see that. No. So you guys can see the things I'm talking about all the time. The child just think it's so funny. It's so adorable until you got crazy motherfucker like this busting through your door. Like a movie. Shit down. Why is this four minutes and 22 seconds? Did they know the dude was coming through the door? I mean, what the fuck? Did they always just film their door? Mm-hmm. Oh, he must be calling the cops. Oh, there's part of him on the outside, beating. Wait, he gonna bust? He gonna bust through? Uh, yes, they said. Oh shit. Oh shit. He yelling at somebody on the oh! outside. Oh my god. Hey, wait. Yeah, we had his gun. Hey, he went to open the door holding his gun. Oh shit. Then he closed it back. All he did was bolt the uh door. Didn't lock the, the bottom lock. And he put his... Oh, oh shit. shit! This nigga kicked through the door! Wait, I gotta get my... Come 
Damn, he knocked the door off the hinges and got his ass shot. Yes, he did. Walked his ass in there. <laughs> oh, shit. oh, shit got so real That's for him. That's him getting shot. Ugh. Oh, he told him. Is there anything else on this video? No. No, we just get to hear him screaming. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> oh, shit. He told him. He was like, I got a gun. Don't yep. shoot your dumb ass. And he literally, y'all, he literally kicked the hole, kicked the hole in the wall. In my mind, it lasted for hours, but on the video, it all happened in seconds, said victim James Vangros. Uh, after watching the video again during sentencing, hearing the attacker, Twain Thomas, late, late last week. Savingo shot Thomas three times in self-defense after he broke into his Pocatello apartment in February 2014. Savingos, who set up a camera to film the encounter, is seen with his gun at the beginning of the video. He briefly opens the door before locking it. His girlfriend, Kayla Gearhart, can be heard saying, do not let him in. Another woman can be heard yelling, get out, as Vingos locks his door. Vingos testifies that Thomas, a military veteran who served in the first Gulf War, broke into the woman's apartment after parking in veteran spaces and was chased out before going after him. About a, about a minute into the video, Thomas's foot can be seen kicking through the door as he begins forcing his way inside. I just remember the look in his eyes. It was like the shining. As Thomas breaks into the apartment, Vingos can be heard saying, calm down. Three gunshots can be heard as Thomas advances before the camera falls and goes dark. Vingos, who hit Thomas, who hit Thomas in the chest, told the journal that Thomas continued coming after him after the first two shots. Thomas can be heard moaning as Vingo says, "Stay down, Twain, stay down." According to the journal, God, man, people are so nice. I've been talking shit, but like that's what your ass get coming up in my house, right? In my right. house. I've been talking like I've been talking like Ray Ray Lewis <laughs> when Ray Lewis gets like a fumble or something. <laughs> they, they didn't blew me. I was like, he didn't, he didn't got a big nigga. I'm like, nigga, I told your ass not right. to come in here. You bring that weak shit up in my house, son? You gonna get these bullets. You know you're dead, bitch. Yeah. You, you brought a knife to a gunfight, son. Right. Woo, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Start doing Ray Lewis dance and shit. Right. Uh, uh, so Vingo's bought the gun after several prior confrontations with Thomas. On one occasion, Thomas kicked his door in, complaining that Vingo's was playing music too loudly. So he kicked his door in more than once. That's why he, he had, had the, it coming. That's why he had the gun and the camera set up. Oh shit! The, uh, he had been diagnosed with post-traumatic stress disorder and a brain injury stemming from a car accident when he was a teenager. He served in the first Gulf War but did not see any combat. However, a neuropsychologist traced his PSTD to a traumatic upbringing and unidentified hardship suffered during his military service. Hmm. Wonder if that was rape. That happens a lot to dudes in this military. Yeah. They can't mm-hmm. talk about it. Uh, he had a 55 year old, he ha- we had a 55 year old man who had never had any history of violence and he snapped. Thomas will serve at least five years in prison after pleading guilty to attempted murder and aggravated assault charges in connection with the incident. Court records stated that Thomas could serve up to 10 additional years. He was also ordered to pay a $1,200 fine and barred from having any contact with Vingos until 2025. Yo, he bust through that door like like he was coming for you for real right he bust through that door nigga you come to my door like that i got a gun i'm gonna shoot you down too like you got to he came through that motherfucker door like it's about to go down down. like everybody here about to die today Mm -hmm. if y'all don't take me down i'm gonna take y'all down like he just through the door like what 
<laughs> yeah, he deserved them bullets. He deserved all them bullets. Yep. He came through the door. He said it before. Um, <laughs> all right, man. Make sure you guys go to shoplabellabodycare.com. Use code TBGWT. Get your 15% off until she no longer feels like it. <laughs> Help her out for her birthday. Yeah. Y'all make her extend that That's discount. 30 on Friday. Woo. 30 on Friday, guys. Woo-hoo. Help her make that money, man. Uh, support black businesses. Yes. Follow her on Twitter at Brown and Bella. Uh, at Brown and Bella. Um, and, um, uh, you know, all our other websites like Instagram and, uh, what else you on? Like, you probably on everything. Um, yes, I'm on everything. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Pinterest, Brown and Bella. Make sure you guys do that. Mm-hmm. And, uh, Adrian, man, you were a great guest, man. We loved having you. Thank you so much. Yes. Thank you. I am so excited. Like I said, I'm such a big fan of the show and I'm so happy you guys had me on. And anytime you want me to come back, I am here for you. For sure. I know. Yes. I'm sure you're going to get nominated for 2015 uh, best, guest. best new guest. So. Oh. All right, man. Until tomorrow, we talk about day walking guys recap the walking dead with justin and my man mike felder from in the bleachers Mm -hmm. uh until then love you i love you too baby